Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Oh my God, it's Friday. You know what that means. It means the boys are here. The boys are at the ballpark, baby. Hey, this is the first time all three of us at the park, right? Feels good, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, opening day, Robert and I were here, but Van was not because yep. of COVID. Had them Corvids. <laughs> and then I have skipped every Friday since because of my uh, busy lifestyles that I so very much live and and well, you know how I am. But we're all live here at the ballpark today at Isotopes Park. Uh, it's 5.30, gates open. First pitch is at 7.05. Your boys will be with you up until 6.45 this evening. I am Fred Slow alongside me, the ultimate battery of Van Nunley and Robert Gibson. Welcome, boys. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for that in I'm my ear. I'm sorry. Such a, weird, <laughs> yeah. such a weird response. It's a beautiful day. At Rio Grande Credit Union Field, Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. Yeah. Get out here. Well, there's like four tickets left, I think. I, so you better hurry up. Well, and I have well, four in here. I was going to say, you have four. Yeah, so right here. But these these are promissoried. Yeah. I promissoried these. We've got a lot of guests on the program today. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. Joining us on the show, obviously, Forrest Stolting, who kind of handles all the media and kind of outward-bound information for the Isotopes. He's going to sit down with us at 4.15. We, Josh Sushan will join us at 4.45. Josh Sushan, the voice of the Isotopes, and uh, it's been a big week, and he's going to kind of recap what has happened and talk about the upcoming weekend, so we're excited about that. Three players in a row, boys. JD, That's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. J.D. Hammer, Ryan Feltner, and Sean Bouchard will join us, and that's going to be a good one. You guys know about J.D. Hammer, right? Best baseball name in the biz. I was about to so, say the same thing. Well, Think of a better baseball name. You may notice right now that I am I am wearing my New Mexico Highlands Cowboys baseball jersey here at the ballpark. Yes. Did you know J.D. Hammer's little brother plays for the Cowboys? Oh, really? What? Kalen Hammer, third baseman and pitcher for the Cowboys. So Wait, wait what was his name? Kalen. That's the best name in baseball. Yeah. Kalen Hammer? Ka- I like yeah. Kalen. He Kalen do, Hammer. He, the kid rakes. He was over a three fifty <laughs> average. Plays the hot corner. Pretty good from the bump. So we're going to talk to Kalen Hammer's older brother, J.D. Hammer, who can also sling it. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. And then Scott Cregan will join us from Graphic Connection. We're going to wrap up the show with that. That's going to be very good. And Andrew Ealing, the athletic director at the aforementioned New Mexico Highlands University, will be joining us as he is in town. And uh, spoiler alert, boys, I think his kids are going to do the the potato sack race. That's what I heard. Yeah, they're going to do the. Oh man, he the, was he was here during the gay, day game yesterday, yeah. scouting the potato sack race. <laughs> he was trying to give a little, yeah, little advice. He was taking notes, yeah, looking for tips and tricks so he could tell his kids. There's a lot of like in between inning minor league promotional things. It's so fun. Potato sack race is up there. It's classic. How good would you think you would do in that? In that. Fred. Yeah, because so you're, you're, you're a big guy. Yeah, we've had this talk before. So I don't think I would perform well at all in the event, but I tell you this, I'd put on a show. There we go. I'm that's, the, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. I know you're about entertaining. I'm the entertaining there guy. So I'm not the best 
singer by any voice. I'm absolutely the best karaoke you've ever seen. There we go. So that's what this thing would be about for me. Ballpark should pack out tonight pretty strong. Not only tonight, but into the weekend is tomorrow. They're expecting to have a full day, including mariachi-style uniforms and fireworks and the yes. whole deal. And then, Robert, uh, so what's that? Are you bringing your daughter Sunday? you going to do the petting zoo? No, actually, I can't because I will be producing the show. Oh. But I'm going to bring her tomorrow. Okay. We're coming tomorrow. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I like everything. I'll be that. here for the petting zoo. This, yes, of course you Whether will. Whether it's are a regular be, petting zoo or a heavy petting zoo, are they gonna I don't petting, care. Are they going to be petting you, Van? I think so. Is that what it? <laughs> we go down there and make that kind of impact. Yeah, I do have a goat adjacent beard and face, facial hair. Face, face, face. Oh, he yeah. didn't want to give you beard. He wanted yeah. to don't downgrade the, the beard. This is. He said the I would whole say face. like goats are the perfect petting zoo. I believe creature. They're the mix of softness but mm. playfulness. Yeah. Like where else do you really get that baby hippos? What else? I'm not messing you hung, with you've a baby. Hung hippo. out with a lot of baby hippos. You get a lot of baby hippos I have in your pet life, Fred. I've pet one baby hippo. Really? Yes. Uh, not okay, me. I want to hear this story. Yeah. That. So, okay. <laughs> so at the so in the city I grew up in, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. We have the St. Louis Zoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the St. Louis Zoo, you could be a friend of the zoo, which is where I stole friend of the show from oh, many years ago during look branding. At, now it's yeah. coming out. Now it's coming out. And one of the friend of the zoo things was you could either buy like the friend thing, or it was you get. VIP parking or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like a fraternity by your friends. Similar. Your friends were a baby hippo. Yes, but okay. also you could volunteer at the events. So it was like you could volunteer to run like the, uh, I don't know, ice cream cone or whatever stand at uh, like the Halloween night or whatever. Yeah. You know? So anyway, so the one I was uh, so fortunate to be at was uh, come pet the baby hippo night or whatever. So it was, I was the guy who was like, uh, hurry on now. That's That's enough. I believe the hippo's name was <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't. Oh play. man, yeah, it was something Afrocentric. Afrocentric. Yeah, it was like it was something very Tanzanian or something. Yeah, okay. it's got to be African, doesn't it? it Is that where hippos be. are from? It's like my friend Kalanji. Is it like Kalanji adjacent? I believe it was Kalanji. Yeah, yeah. Wait, We're wait. calling him Kalanji forever. <laughs> you have a friend named Kalanji? I have a giant white Irish friend named Kalanji. Wow. Yeah. I was gonna say. I hope it's not a woman. She would be very upset. <laughs> like, it's the hippo. The hippo. <laughs> well, that's the, uh, isn't that Will Smith's wife's the hippo, isn't she? In, uh, oh, she is. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She is. Yeah. 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 She's like Jada's, a very, Jada's the hippo. She's a very uh, sexual hippo. <laughs> <laughs> she's the worst. She's Amber Heard bad. Oh, man. She sucks so bad. Keep my wife's characters' names out of your mouth. <laughs> Going to be going from the ballpark today. We obviously got a lot of sports and sports adjacent news. Uh, so NBA's got some cool game sevens going on. The NFL schedule came out. There's kind of a world of sport out there, but we want to make sure we got to it before we're filled with guests. <coughs> and here's some breaking news, Robert. Are you ready for this? What's bum, that? Bum, bum, bum. Van saw the Batman. I did too. I've been waiting for all three of us to sit down yes. at the same time to talk yeah. about so, Batman. Yeah. You are aware. Steph Griffin back producing at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Van, you know my my opinion on the Batman. You think it's the worst movie of all time? Of all time, hands down, no question. You you think it's worse than the um, Benefer driven project Geely? You think G- it's that bad? Are you talking about the masterpiece Geely as it relates to the Batman? Oh, yes. Oh man, <laughs> see, it I is liked better. It. So, Griffin, <laughs> Geely or the Batman? I liked the Batman. Okay, see, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't either. I, I, I didn't it, like. I didn't like the it. cinematography. 
It was way too dark. I didn't like Bruce Wayne's like early 2000s emo haircut. Okay. I didn't like how slow it started. You're not mm-hmm. saying any yeah. positive. But once it, once it got started, I think this is pretty passable. Well, it's a pretty good Batman movie. And I think oh, that what Zoe ruined Kravitz. it for me like was it. I already heard how Fred disliked it. Yeah. And all I heard was that song ringing in my head the yeah. entire Something movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I, 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 to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. When every time that song came on, I did giggle. Yes, I, <laughs> I did too. could just hear you I go, too. Something <laughs> in the world. And then yeah. last, Dude, okay. last so night I really went and saw Doctor up. Strange. I'm sorry, Steph. I'm sorry. Last night oh. I went and saw Doctor Strange. Ooh, I think that was an actual good one, though, right? Yeah, that one was good. It was really fast-paced. It was only two hours. Oh, the, the way a movie should be. Yeah, a, it should be two A hours. movie that is greater than two hours is too many hours. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah I agree. I'm like a 90-minute guy. You got me for 90 minutes? It better be action-packed. Yeah, it's got to start with something off like, the bat. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's go. Unlike the Batman, which started off like this. Alfred, <laughs> you're not my father. <laughs> and it's like, yes, I, Alf- Alfred is absolutely not my father. Like, he's a butler. Well, I just didn't like that Batman got his butt whooped more than any Batman in history, I thought. Yeah. He, he got yeah. whooped. Super soft. Yeah. I didn't like that. No, you put that Batman up against like, like this Scarlet Witch. No, oh, yeah, what? That, no chance. What are you gonna do that? That's suicide, man. That's his like, arms just pulled off and just. Oh man, that's a bad. Right. That's a bad combination. For all of its faults, it had a saving grace. Paul Dano's Riddler sucked. He killed it. No, he was so good. No, the Riddler was a stone cold killer. He did so good. Yeah, I'll give you that. Paul Dano, oh, my God, especially that scene when he's locked up and yeah. they had, like, the one-on-one. Like, that saved the whole movie for me. Yeah. And it, it, it just took too long to get there. Yeah. The cat that, that played Carmine Falcone was the only saving grace to the movie. John Turturro? He killed oh, yeah, it. Yeah. He's always good. That yeah. dude is yeah. insanely good. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, it's kind of tough because he's always typecast as the Jesus from The Big Lebowski. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dios mio, man. I see you roll your way into the semis. I've never seen the Big Lebowski. So what? Uh, you got to see that. Uh, he did it out of spite. <laughs> he knows ball, I man. like it. He won't watch The Wire either because I say it's the best show of all time. No. He wouldn't enjoy The Wire. I watch, I watch one episode of The Wire every time I fly on a plane. <laughs> the same one? Or do, do you advance yeah, to the advance next the one? Story, oh, okay. He's only taken two flights. <laughs> he's, started he's on episode three. And that's like the flight from here to Silver City, so yeah. you don't get to see the no. whole thing. Well, and <laughs> I'm so stubborn. I've done, like, the flight to Hawaii and then been yeah. like, no, I'm only going to watch one episode, though. Like, I'm not going to. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not trying to spread that out anymore. If you boys know what I mean. And he can't get through a whole episode because he has to keep rewinding because he doesn't speak Baltimore Ebonics. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just got to keep yeah. going back over and over again. <laughs> Like, when they say brother, I don't know if that's a threat. Uh, I'm like, oh. Okay. Is it a good one or a bad one? What's <laughs> it's like, everyone's so nice to each other. <laughs> so crazy. What a loving city. What is the city of? Well, brotherly love's already won, though. So you, all right, so you're going to say Batman, the Batman's the worst film you ever saw. Um, usually, I grade on a scale of six to six. Yeah. And Batman got a six. Hard six? Yeah, it's a hard six. <sighs> I think it's passable. I give it the same. I'll never watch it again. No. Yeah. And also, there were so many other Nirvana songs you could have picked. <laughs> that's his whole thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's all I heard the whole movie. So, 
I got exposed to an inherent problem with Batman. Okay. Uh-oh. People keep shooting guns at his torso. We're Every all, Batman, yeah. Yeah. he's like, that's where he's most protected. Yeah. That's where his armor is the thickest, and no bad guy has ever had a meeting with all of the bad guys with guns and, like, shoot Batman in the face. <laughs> This is where he's not protected. So are you saying every, basically he's not a superhero? No, an, an, everywhere but the face. He's a, no, I don't. He's just a vigilante. He's I don't vig- see him as a superhero. He's a billionaire vigilante. Yeah, he's yeah. not a superhero. There we go. He's a rich guy with a weird hobby. Yeah. But they never once said in any Batman movie ever, like, just go right in between the nose and the chin. There's, like, no armor from here to here and from here to here. Shoot him there, Man. punch him Have there, you ever shot a gun? give him Jeez. swirlies there. That's a Jeez. super small amount of area to shoot a gun at. But, if you, if but he's, like, he's not getting shot by amateurs, though. These are lifelong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like gangsters. This isn't, yeah. this isn't like, the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah. These aren't stormtroopers. These are people who have been gangsters their yeah. whole lives. Just shoot him in the face. Joining us where we get back from the commercial for his stolting. Long story short, the Batman is garbage. And if Forrest Stolting says otherwise, we're going to fist fight on air. <laughs> it's slightly better than garbage. Two men on live <laughs> from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. As we start, what, what is today? It's, Friday? It's refuse. We started Friday. It's not garbage. <laughs> with New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We started our days as well at the YMCA Center of New Mexico. And we play on Team I-9. Also, new sponsor alert, new partner of the show. Bing, 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 bing. I failed to mention Hollow Spirits is on board, boys. Let's go. Yes. Yay. Let's yes. go. Yay. Great news. Starting next week, you'll be catching your boys once a week from Hollow Spirits. The 18th as they announce their new menu. Then the 27th as they open up their brand new upstairs downtown patio. And I'll tell you what, you should come to the Hollow Spirits every day, but also this Saturday, yes. as me and Voice Mexico United, Tyler Ortega, are going to have a on-the-road watch party oh, at Hollow Spirits. Hey. Okay. On the hey. patio. You want some great weather? You want some great food? You want some great drink? Yeah. You want some great company? Bring your favorite 8x10 of Tyler Ortega, <laughs> and he'll, oh he'll give you an autograph. If you're not at Isotopes Ballpark tomorrow night, that's where you need to be. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program where everything Albuquerque Ice Toads, Forrest Stolting is joining the boys. Forrest, how are you? Doing fantastic. Ready for another Friday night game under the lights. How about Whoop. y'all? How many Ice Toads games you got under your belt now? I think this is number 34. Okay, so you're basically oh, okay. a seasoned veteran at this point. I, oh, for sure. I mean, everything's just second nature to me now. So. And they're keeping you busy. I'm found time to get a haircut or nothing. Like. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Just That's been the one thing that's kind of fallen through the cracks, I guess, you know, is that haircut. I mean... <laughs> He looked like Mr. Clean when he moved to Albuquerque. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, oh, for that, real? That's how hard I've worked, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big, we, big, besides dealing with us, like, what's the craziest thing you've had to deal oh, with? Oh, that's a good question. Like, fire you had to put out, like, weird thing that popped up. Yeah, very. Oh, we man. want sexual answers only. <laughs> Let me take my headphones off. off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably just. Uh, I'll tell you, dealing with the media guide or the program, because the media guide is 280 pages. Too many. Oh, the my program's goodness. 80 pages, and you got since you rebuild both of those each year, you got to update each one. The program you got to start from scratch for the most part. So I'd say just compiling everything needed for the media guide in the program, because that took maybe oh man, like seven eight weeks for both those projects to be completely completed. Woo! So, no. Wow. 
I have a question. Do do you get any calls or people emailing with any type of concerns about promotions? You know, some people feel yeah, do like you get weird feedback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you get people who say, "Why don't you do this?" Or, "Yes, you guys did bark in the park, yeah. but what about the cats?" Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> have not heard anything about our feline friends this year, luckily. Um, we don't get too much feedback, at least on Instagram or Facebook or yeah. Twitter, saying, "Oh, you should do this, you should do that." But I'm sure um, we get plenty of phone calls and emails so about that I, stuff. But it's, it's on social, at least. Right. It's weird that you brought that up because I literally had that conversation today. Really? Yeah. So I was over doing some stuff with uh, 99.5 today, Magic 99, mm-hmm. and and we were talking about I was talking. We were talking about uh, the Smiths Pavilion out and left. Yeah. Of course. And they were they're like, well, you know what we need is we need that fine dining night. We need like a wine and cheese pairing night out oh. there. We need, yeah, we need the whole like thing. And I was like, I was like, Steph, this is a really it's good a idea. idea. Yeah. So there you go. There's a little bit of feedback. Where there we go. We I'll need to, we need to set up our fine dining evening of, of um, nacho cheese and wine pairings. I'll pitch that to Dylan. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he'll love that. <laughs> Fred, what did I tell you about giving our ideas away? On you did say oh, that. Wow. Everything just yeah. giving away for free, man. Yeah. Yeah. And how about the part where I said it was Steph Duran's idea when it was actually mine? But I'm the kind of guy. That's who really was, sweet. Yeah, That's I really that. Sweet. I'm that guy. And then he says it was his. Two minutes after, yeah, <laughs> after everyone likes it, after, <laughs> yeah, after it's a good idea, yeah, yeah, that was mine. That's what I'm in. <laughs> so fireworks tonight. Come meet the boys at the ballpark. Yep. Obviously, two hits here. What else is going on tonight? What else is going on this weekend? Well, we got Little League night. Our second Little League, Little League night of the year is tonight. That's so sweet. we'll have tons of teams from across Albuquerque. Um, kind of give a little bit of a nod to them. And say, hey, we see you playing baseball. So thanks for uh, come supporting us. We wanted to come. S- support them as well and give them a chance to walk on the field and kind of feel like a big league uh, professional player. And they get to slide at home? No. Oh, no. Come on. Don't Sorry. give any ideas, for it. Fred. No, no ideas, Party pooper, Fred. I know. What, I know. what are you doing here? You got, a, you got a bunch of little kids ruining all of Ed's hard work out yeah. there? Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Ed's yeah. a hard worker, yeah. Tomorrow, we're expecting a ginormous crowd. Okay. Around like mm-hmm. 15,000 or so. So what that is, uh, Robert, is that's gigantic adjacent. There we go. That's ginormous. 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 Gigantic and enormous. Yeah. Together. Sandwiched oh. together. Yeah. Oh. It's like benefer, but adjectives. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's two mentions on the show. Too many. <laughs> that's, why I got, that's why I got stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Call it a callback in the biz, right? <laughs> so we'll have mariachi, our second mariachi's game tomorrow. Another Little League night tomorrow, and then fireworks as well to cap it all off. Um, we started selling berm tickets early yesterday uh, for $9, which usually they're only available day of game. So if you're mm-hmm. listening, you don't have a ticket yet, you're going to want to get a berm seat quickly because all the other seats, the chair back seats, they gone. Gone, gone. Got it yeah. there. So you got to get a berm seat if you want to come. Uh, going to be the biggest crowd of the year. Going to be one of our biggest crowds in Isotopes history tomorrow. And then on Sunday, the big day, it's Agricultural Day. We're going to give out oven mitts to the first 3,000 fans, I believe. Yes. And yes. Sweet. Yes. I'm in. I'm and in. to top it all off, a petting zoo in the berm with rabbits and goats. I'm so excited. Sweet, precious baby <laughs> rabbits. That's like back-to-back weekends have bark in the park and then mm-hmm. a petting zoo. Yeah. All like, about, oh, my God. All about animals here at Astos Park, you know. Where it's going to be a lot of fun. Where are these goats from? Uh, local goats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As locally sourced. <laughs> <laughs> Organic goats. They're, they're Albuquerqueans. Yeah, Fred so. said that like they were going to be shipped in from, uh, from overseas or something. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Straight from the, the homeland of Israel. <laughs> I have no idea where you even are there there have to be farms in the area. I know oh, there have to be like I don't know where that stuff's at. Go to south. south. Yeah. South Valley. Yeah. I don't know. Where's, where's, Salonis, it, where's that at? South. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> south. Very, very far south. South. <laughs> trying to learn. <laughs> One step at a time. That's trying to be that guy. So it's going to be a big weekend here at the ballpark, then a week off. Yep. Because you're traveling to Salt Lake next okay. week. So uh, beautiful city in, in Utah. Oh, that, no, it's, it stinks. It's the worst place on earth. Uh, I can't say that. but <laughs> Up there with El Paso. It's just absolute <laughs> garbage. They're the, uh, the Angels affiliate. They just got Joe Adele, who just got demoted a couple of days I ago from the, uh, yeah. the big club. So Taking the Paul DeYoung approach. I'm sh- yeah, right? Yeah. I'm sure he'll be uh, anxious to get back up, so we might unfortunately see a couple of home runs from him, but we'll do our best to keep him down. Um, then we're back at the lab the week after. So That's always my favorite week. The June week? June week. No, when the isotopes are in town. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. every, every week's my favorite week. There's an activity to do every single night, Tuesday yeah. to Sunday. That's what you got to do. Just come on Is down to the ballpark three yeah. four nights a week, if not six. Catch some baseball and um, enjoy yourself. Love everything about that. Love everything going on with the team right now. Obviously, the record is not what you guys yearned for at the beginning of the year. No, but I mean, we're, we're hanging in. There are only six games out of first place. So it was a long season. I mean, and we've been making – small progress here and there. Our pitching has been a little up and down, but I think we're starting to hit our, hit our stride with that. Um, so I would not be surprised if in, over this next month we'll be uh, back in uh, at 500 at least and back in contention for first place because the ISOPs have not been above 500 since May of 2019. So really? Like it's too far. Hey, yeah. When the weather heats up, so do the topes, baby. Exactly. Yeah. So. And then, so we, Van and I hit the day game yesterday. Correct. How was that? Did you enjoy it? Uh, Loved it. Laughed a lot. Good. So, yeah. And Van was able to see uh, two half innings before his very fair skin. Oh. Before he had to uh, find sh- uh, shelter. Did it ginger out? That. I got to do out on you. I got to do like 10 minutes in the sun, 30 minutes in the shade. <laughs> 10 minutes in the sun, 30 minutes in the shade. I like that. And still the tops of my knees got yeah. burnt. Oof. Man. That's a bad spot, too, because when you move it, yeah. it's just gonna, you can feel it twinge down there on the skin. Well, oh, and if you look at Van, his, he's like Neapolitan ice cream. Uh-huh. So okay. His shin is chocolate, and then his knee is, is like strawberry, mm-hmm. and then his thigh is vanilla. Wow. So that's, that's how. Insinuating my shins are bruised? Where did the <laughs> Well, they're just tan. You have tan shins. You have the strawberry burnt knee, and then you have the pasty vanilla thigh. It's a wonderful reference, but not once in my entire life. Can you refer to me as tan? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, how in the world did he see your upper thighs? That's what I was going to know. There you go. How did that come about? Well, you can join us at the YMCA (laughs) Essential Mexico (laughs) any morning where... Your boys uh, not just work out together. They show a little thigh together. Yeah, it's a good locker room. If you, want, you know, you got over the Y yet? You still sports and wellness? In sports and wellness, what man. What are you doing, dude? Just coming out. Yeah, you mean, don't like fellowship? I love fellowship at sports and wellness. That's what? Because it's our sponsor. You know, I, I have to be supportive of our sponsor. Sports mm-hmm. and wellness is the best one in town. 
Simple as that. The best sponsor of the ice stopes in town? It's the best gym in town. Well, I mean, it's not the YMCA. It's Central YMCA. <laughs> solid, solid. Nothing wrong with the silver. No, yeah, they're yeah, a hard number two. Nothing yeah. wrong with the silver. They ain't got no community Five garden. locations yeah. across greater Albuquerque? That's, I mean, well, four. One of them's never opened. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, they, they do fine. <laughs> the YMCA. They're no Y. No. Which, by the way, if you sign your kid up for camp right now at the YMCA summer camp, it is 75% off right now as there is a scholarship program put in place at the YMCA that will allow your child to go to camp all summer long. Forget this, boys, like 35 bucks a week. Thanks a lot, Bruce Wayne. Isn't that there, hey, there's the appreciate you. There we that's go. That's great child rearing right there. I like this that. Is you, like, don't, you don't even have to be an orphan. You could just be a citizen, <laughs> any citizen. But if you are, if you're like Robert and, and were an orphan, yes, yes, you, okay. The Y was beneficial to you. Very, very beneficial. There we go. See, so there it you go. Did, it did help rear me <laughs> into the adult that I am today. Do you see the Batman? <laughs> oh God! I just bit my tongue on so me? many rear me yeah. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, anything to do with comic books, you can count me out. Uh-oh. What's your oh, problem? Oh, my God. What's your problem? I like real things, I guess. Maybe. I like baseball and comic sports. Comic books are real. They're tangible. You can feel them in your I, fingers. I just, I just never got into comics, cartoons, anything like that. Oh, man. As a kid, I, never, at, I wish you guys could see Fred's face right now. So he is distraught. He, yes, yes yeah. he is. I would say uh, I'm goddamn mad. Whoa. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, oh. Oh. No GD. Get that button it. going yeah. over yes, there. <laughs> yeah. You don't watch, like, all the best things are no. Marvel. No. All the, all the best things are watching Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball. That's what it's God, like. He's not wrong. No. Hey, he he's is got on a, point. He's got, <laughs> a really, he's got a really good point. He is though. on point. Uh, so whenever they do, like, Star Wars night here, mm-hmm. you just get mad. No, I, I do like Star Wars, but Same. would I go out of my way to see it or do – Unless it's at the baseball co- Collectibles? Park. There yeah. we go. No. There we go. You know this baseball team's named after a cartoon. So? <laughs> <laughs> Hallie it's a great good. name. It's a, it's a very good name. Yeah, yes. Very good little ball club. Yeah. Forrest, we got three guests coming up today from the Isotopes. J.D. Hammer, Ryan Feltner, and Sean Burchard. Tell us a little bit about the boys coming on. So Ryan Feltner, he's uh, probably been our best starting pitcher this year. He got caught up to the Rockies to make his third career start. Nice. Um, pitched against the Philadelphia Phillies two weeks ago. <clears throat> Did okay. Had a, was a little shaky at the beginning, but settled down real nicely. Um J.D. Hammer, he's probably been one of my best relievers of the year. And actually his uh, high school baseball coach, before J.D. Hammer became a pitcher in high school, was Frank Gonzalez, who is our pitching coach. Oh, wow. So it's a fun wow. fact right there. So cool. He's from the Denver area, grew up a Rockies fan. Yeah. Um, great dude. Sean Bouchard, big first baseman, power guy, went to UCLA. Hits home runs. Hits lots mm-hmm. of home runs, yeah. yep. Ball Gets off his bat quick. Okay, so what, what so. is the inside joke we need to bring up here? What's going to rile up the boys? Oh, on the man. I mean, it's inside for a reason, right? Okay, touche. <laughs> nice. Touche on that. Read the media guide, Fred. <laughs> yeah. All it's, all, it's, all, it's all the media guide. <laughs> <laughs> we got to grab We got to grab one. Forrest, you're the absolute best at this. Yes, Thank sir. you for being you and taking the time with us. Anything we missed? Thank you all. I don't think so. Just we'll see you this weekend at the Isotopes Park and go Topes. So if we set up like a viewing party. At like a local theater, and it was just the boys, and we were like, "Hey, we're just gonna all of the Marvel movies in a row." Marvel, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, throw it out. Don't care. Oh no! Wow. Don't care. Miss all right, we'll we'll all watch. Star it. Wars is probably the one sci-fi 
yeah. type genre or film that I like in that genre. I would say. Let's just all and that's watch, it. We'll watch. I'll watch Obi Wan together. How about that? I like that. We can yeah. all watch Obi Wan. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good compromise. Look yeah. at oh, Love fun, that. Fun date night. I'm getting my Switzerland yeah. on over here. <laughs> Two men on. Ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Back live at the ballpark. Star Wars night, Saturday, September tenth. Come say hi to Forrest Stolting. <laughs> Is that jerk stuff to you guys? I hate when someone's like, I don't love to the exact same amount the way that you love a specific item or medium. Put on that headset for a second. What are you doing? You working? Sit down. Bill and Storm joining us on the program. Spend a minute with the boys. Just walked by. He he did. It was weird because you walked by and you did moose antler fingers on the side of your head. (laughs) And we thought, well, you just sit down with us. Bill and Storm, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How have you boys been? Feeling great. Great. We were here at the day game yesterday where I'm noticing you're not giving any pointers to the Frozen T-shirt contestants. What's the deal here? You just oh, come on, man. Well, I can't reveal all the tricks to them right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. You you also, you love the Frozen T-shirt. We do like two dozen different promotions <laughs> down on the field on any given week. Yeah. And every time you're like, Frozen T-shirt contest. Frozen T-shirt contest. <laughs> Is that really a, Take a hint. I <laughs> put him, in, put him sure. and exactly. or us into the next Frozen that's, T-shirt. That's what he's getting. Me and Robert. I got you. Get me, and, get me and Robert both two smalls. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, my exactly. goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then get me a 4X. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. A little, little three-way Frozen T-shirt deal. There's right. a, what's the only three-way one? Oh, mascot race. That's a three-way oh, one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Would, All right. I don't think I would fit in that. Taco called it. That's <laughs> Anytime, man. We'll, we'll make it happen for you, and we'll do some fun and games. So I, I, uh, I have a technique, and I usually don't tell anybody, but to predict the winner of the taco race, because it's not fixed whatsoever. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, it, well, it's, it's up. You're saying that like it might be. I know, the way you implied that it wasn't. It's completely. <laughs> There's a little tone in your voice yeah. there. It's completely legit, completely up for grabs. I always pick whatever character has the best running shoes. <laughs> so, that, if somebody has some like super legit, absolutely, yeah. like Nikes on, right. yeah. and like right. they're tied really nice. Wh- whoever's got PF flyers, and they're like leaning into it a little bit before yeah. it starts. I, I'm like, chili. It's chili today. Van, chili, I know, call it five bucks. I know I don't look it, okay, but I used to be. I used to do some some track and field. Oh, oh okay. okay. But if you, if you if you if you swimmers body, if you had like the hot pink or like neon yellow spikes, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. you had to earn that. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I did not have those naturally, okay. <laughs> but like it was like, okay, this guy's fast. You know what I mean? Right? Does track teams have understudies? Like, how does that? How does that work? Yeah, it's called B list. Okay, <laughs> it's called second string. I feel like that all kind of went out the window whenever uh, Oregon started going with the jerseys. Yeah. Like when Baylor yep. started going with the like. That was like it was like nothing matters anymore. No. There's no rules. I don't understand fashion. I'm a, so I'm basically a you're saying you could look good and not be good. That's how I feel. There we go. Look yeah. at me right now. I'm an example. You're f- <laughs> no comment. You're bro. referring to Maryland <laughs> sports programs. <laughs> What's the big promotion today, Dylan? Who, what are kids going to be excited about while they're out there? And it's Little League night, man. It's yeah. Little League yeah. weekend. Uh, tonight's going to be a huge game. We're going to have, gosh, 80, 90 teams circling the warning track tomorrow. Oh, cool. It is going to be completely packed. Mariachi game. Uh, we got Little League now. We're going to have about 130, 140 teams circling the warning track tomorrow night. Uh, good luck finding a seat. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we heard the berm. It's going to be sold. Every seat is sold out already. 
and yeah. you're selling berm ahead we're, of time. We're selling the berm ahead of time. Come out, join us, bring a blanket. It's going to be an excellent weekend for so games. It was yesterday, Robert. It was hooky day, okay? Yeah. So yesterday was. So you guys were present for right. hooky day. You yes. Every single Do your best day. Ferris Bueller impersonation. So uh-huh. I need you to right now give the announcement, Dylan. I need you to say, listen, Little League kids, we love that you're coming. Do not bring your backpacks unless they're clear. Because I'm telling you, yeah, the backup at the entry yesterday was ridiculous. Because on hooky day, why are you, why, why are you bringing your school bags? You're not at school, right? We 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 do the best that we can to communicate this. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the the school day is their own little 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 flair. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Honestly, it's great having all the kids out here. It is. It's it's tremendous. They're full of energy. They're always repping their school with a lot of pride. Yeah. So it's it, a good day. Can you tell someone who has no idea what mariachi night is? Can you explain that? Oh, my God. How much time do we have? All of it. <laughs> there we go. All of it. <laughs> much as you need, bro. Yeah. You know, here, here's the deal. A couple years ago, um, minor league baseball pretty much identified that there was this huge demographic of Latinos mm-hmm. that identified as being tremendous baseball fans but that the actual attendance figures didn't represent that and reflect it. Right. And they put out this initiative to uh, a number of minor league organizations saying, we pretty much challenge you to rebrand, mm. you know, and, and to go all in, um, not just do like a Los Dodgers or a Los Lakers kind right. of thing, but really connect and, and communicate and, and identify with the Latinx community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we created the mariachis and yeah. it, it was a lot of working also with the hispano chamber and, yeah. and bouncing ideas off of them and this community just responded tremendously to it these, these, these games have been just electric and it's a full rebrand again we didn't we didn't half ass it if i'm allowed mm-hmm. to say that um you know so from logo to jerseys to merchandise to calling ourselves the mariachis in every single pa right uh, so it's the same players, yeah. but we identify as the mariachis, play the mariachi music. We get bands out here and dancers, and this the energy is electric. The it's entire culture is embodied. That's plus, awesome. Plus, it's the best merch in the league. Yes. Oh, it's, so cool. it's the best logo. It's the best yeah. color scheme. It's the best merch. Yeah. We, so I had some friends in town yesterday from the northern part of the state, and they had never been to an ice hopes park. They'd never been to a ball game. They'd never been to a ball game, right? So we're doing day game baseball. And um, new assistant basketball coach at New Mexico Highlands University, Lindsey Fearing, is here. So as we're watching the game, she needs a hat. It's a beautiful sunny day out. We go into the pro shop. She doesn't even mess with the ice hopes gear. She's like, so You're like this, look well, at this. This mariachi's yeah. gear is fire. And I'm like, right. it, it is. It's a very good branding. It's done very yeah. well. It's very smart. Tomorrow night, what will the wait time be on Little League night? For the Dippin' Dots line. Will it be <laughs> oh my goodness. Will it be greater than You know, the Dippin' Dots is its own thing. I, I kinda feel like, okay, should we get like twelve more Dippin' Dots that's, stands? That's, or should yeah. it remain kinda like it's the cool <laughs> nightclub Very, yeah. of the park where you kinda like need to have yeah. this line that nobody really wants to wait in, but yeah. obviously there's a it's little supply it. and demand yeah. going on. Right. Well I mean I think it's a point of pride that there's the next-to-last Dippin' Dots on the planet here <laughs> at the lab. Are you it's serious? Just, it's just here and the strip mall in Duluth, uh, Minnesota. Are you serious, man? Yeah. No, not, not whatsoever. Well, I was about to say. No, there's still a ton of it's them. It's been the ice cream of the future for like 25 years. Yeah, we're living in the future. <laughs> like, what are we going to – are they doing the – hey, are they doing plastic baseball caps? What's up over there? 
I think we still do it. I think we do, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not that long. Yeah. You know, get some ice cream. Enjoy yourself. It's all about the food, man. Speaking of enjoying ourselves, we're going to enjoy you all day long, Dylan, as you are hosting uh, pregame between every inning, seventh inning straight. Let me see your best stretch. Get a good stretch for the seventh inning. Nah, save it. <laughs> show, us, show us during the game. Anything oh, we missed, Big Dog? Goodness. That's pretty much it, man. Okay. How's your, how's, your, um, uh, how's your fantasy baseball team? You know, I took off fantasy baseball this year. You got no friends? What's up? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's wow. almost like I'm around just real baseball so much. Ah. The, the, the juggling of the fantasy was just, it was getting a little too much for me. How are the Virgin Islands? Did you do good? You just... Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Took a little trip over there last week. It was weird to go solo. We didn't want to say anything, but we thought. St. <laughs> Thomas? Was it St. Thomas? St. Thomas yep. bounced over to St. John. Yeah. The weather was gorgeous. The water was immaculate. Yeah. A little snorkeling. How's the dating app out there? Pretty good? You just. Uh, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> Island life, Dylan, man, it's limited. Dylan Storm goes and has a vacation on the Virgin Islands. He comes back, and now they're just called the Islands. Oh. The Islands. <laughs> Classic God. Dylan Storm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, no tan. You can still tell. I'm just white as can be. Yeah. Going to the commercial, coming back, and Josh Sushan not joining us. Had to reschedule because batting practice ended early. So he's recording his pregame. He'll be with us at 6.15. Okay. Hey, boys, have it two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy on the road studio. We're powered by the Mexico Company on Coffee. We started our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, and we play on Team I-9. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right. What is that? Whoa. What is in my okay. throat? Hey. Oh, yeah. Like pat your back here, buddy. Oh. Okay. Let me DJ cool real quick. Uh-uh-uh. All right, boys, I'm back. Welcome back. Thank you. Back on the program. Back. Live from Isotopes Park. Doors open up in about 40 minutes, boys. There's more than a handful of people here already, though. Yeah. Is there, like, early VIP that I've never been access to or part of or privy to? What's up here? I think somebody forgot their work shirt. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> yeah. forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to me also that uh, Toto's Africa has been playing – like 10 straight minutes. Yeah, it has. the PA. It went from Tupac to Toto real quick. This is, this is the Freebird version of Africa. <laughs> that was the 12-minute one. Batting practice music, like before, you know, like support staff and like, like you know, baseball adjacent, it's a different energy in the PA than the, hey, we know we have people in the building, mm-hmm. PA yeah, yeah. Oh, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, way different. What's your walk-up music, Robert? Oh, man. Dreams and Nightmares. What is that? What is that? Um, that is by Meek Mill, one of the greatest intro songs in hip hop history. That comes in hot. It comes in comes with in a lot hot. of energy. Yeah. A lot of energy. Oh, I know that when it goes yeah. up. Bring them out. Bring them out. No. Oh, that's nope. Ti. No. no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> those. Man, I gotta get you. I gotta. I gotta tighten you up. <laughs> well, I. <laughs> I have a. I have a few of them. Yeah. I, have a, I have a rotation. No. Okay. But like, just number one. Like when you're in a which slump, I've, which I've used before. Okay is Overkill by Motorhead. It comes in like this super heavy like drum solo, and then the guitar I, kicks yeah, in. Yeah, I know, I, that, I know that song, actually. Pumped. Yeah. And it goes, do-do-do-do. <laughs> That's strong work as well. That's the remix. <laughs> Let me guess, something Nelly for you. Me? Batter up. Oh, well, I mean, obviously. That's, oh, gosh. That's, no, we've had this talk before. I've told you, boys. What is it? Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop to me. Okay. Is, Okay. Got it. 
That's the best I've ever whistled. I like, <laughs> hey, I accidentally you, just killed that. You don't need to do it unless it's prime time. That's it. <laughs> There's some really, you know what you could do? You could go, like, music adjacent as well. You could do, a uh, like, a theme song, like Cheers. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be a good one. I guess, and it has to be, like, songs that get white people turned. Like, you can't go with, like, very true. Yeah, that's what you need for a baseball stadium. So now I have a to lot, change my song. Mm-hmm. A lot of journey. <laughs> a lot of journey. A lot of journey. Yeah. And the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. And nah, then, I got one. What's up? I'm going the theme from the Jeffersons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a super There we go. Moving on up. Yeah. You went three three for four the night before. There we go. Now you're, <laughs> exactly. You're moving on up moving in the up. lineup. Yes. Now you're batting in the two-hole. You get it. Any anything that can go after the music stops is key. Like if you yes. get, if you can get the crowd to continue to carry you out, yeah. that's where it's at. That's when you hit the nail on the head. Were you talking Cotton Eye Joe? That's a very good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, like like Fozzie's Judah. Like there's a bunch of like like where you can get like like a that's what you need like WWE style. Mm-hmm. Like where well they'll just they'll they'll ride you out the whole time. Yeah. Those are, Walk-up music to me is key. And also if you're like, because it's a game of streaks, like if you're really slumped, you got to change it. Oh, you got to change yeah. it. Yeah. You can't stick with it. No. Yeah. No. You got If you're 0 for 9, you can't have that same song for 10 at-bats. Oh, God, no. Mm-mm. The 10th at-bat, you got to change it. And that and the way like this game, because this game's so unforgiving, that can just be like three games. Sure. Yeah. Like, that's not. You're switching them out as many times as you have to to catch that right one where the vibe is right, and you're like, that's the one yeah. right there. And, and for whatever, you know, it's the Ghostbusters theme, but you're like, okay. Like, <laughs> you may not even like yeah, the song. Just, <laughs> You'll like, learn to like it. Yeah. Uh, whenever I was living in St. Louis, going to a lot of St. Louis Cardinals baseball, it's when uh, Matt Holliday was playing for the St. Louis Cardinals. He patrolled left field for a lot of years and did it very bad defensively and very good offensively. And his was um, – uh, Little bit of chicken fry. Cold beer on a Friday night. I, I hear I, that one a lot. I don't know mm-hmm. any words of that song outside of. I was going to say, that, you were spent right that's there. That's it. Huh? I'm like, little bit of chicken fry. I'm like, all right, here comes Matt Holiday. Wait, hold like, on. Those, those aren't the only lyrics? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Those are key. And also, it's like where you're at in the country. I think regional is important. Yeah. Yeah, like you were, ta- you were joking uh, earlier today. We had a meeting. You were talking about Biggie and Tupac. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't play certain music on certain coasts. Right. Yes. Like, you got to know. Yeah. yeah, that's – if you're in New York, you got different options than if you're in Southern California. Is, is, is Sweet Caroline, is that number one? Like, that works anywhere, right? That's every ballpark. That's everywhere, that. right? That's, that's everywhere. For the number one walk-up music? Well, that, well, well not walk-up music. Not walk-up music, but where the crowd just – everyone's participating. Let's all get into this. If you – if. You don't know the bump, 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 bump. Yeah, yeah. You're probably like a Russian spy. <laughs> and Russia probably teaches them that all their spies at day one. Yes. Or you have to know this song. Oh, when song stuff. You it's, say bump, bump, bump. The number one is <laughs> buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. Well, you're right. Of course you to sing that one. What? what? Yeah. They make Tradition. Everybody make you sing. I was talking about regular songs. Oh. <laughs> Star Spangled Banner. Robert was talking about consensual sing-alongs, not ones that they force you to sing. Uh, Get up and stretch now. I think the bed music hit us, but I wasn't listening. Inside baseball. We're on new technology. We're learning it as we go. Where we get back, whole whole hour of isotopes. You'll love everything about it.
Tuman on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. D, Sports Animal. Did I miss the comeback? That's my bad, Steph. Live from my Stones Ballpark. Let me get to the little top of the hour here. Ryan Feltner is joining us. Ryan, welcome to the program. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, doing pretty good. You know, guy, he's out here just hanging out at the ballpark, you know, yeah, night game it. after a day game. Hey, why are day games so much better than night games? Or why are night games so much better than day games? I like day games. Same. I'm a day, I'm yeah, a day game same. guy. Yeah. I like to get it over with, get out there and play the game and then have a day after. You are, you rise early every day? Like you don't care? Uh, yeah, I try to keep it pretty consistent, you know. Well, 9 a.m. I got to get up earlier for a day game, but not too much, too much earlier. So, uh, I'm a day game guy. How the how the Phillies treat you? Um, it was okay. It was it was good to to get through five innings. I think um, you know there were some positives from it. The strikeouts were were a positive, and uh, the first inning was rough, but made adjustments after that to uh, to get through five. So, um, was happy about that. Did you get some good feedback after the start before you came home? I did, yeah, I did. There's some things I can work on and uh, some things I can continue to do. And, um, you know, talking to the coaches after, we, we came up with a, a clear plan moving forward just as far as uh, pitch usage and, and things like that. So, Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like, what, what was their specific advice? Was it pitch usage? Was it mechanics? Like, what, what were the, the big leagues? feedback um just trying to get to the arm side of the plate more i i think uh letting my fastball work in into righties a little bit more and uh just that arm side of the plate being able to, to stick that fastball um i can get glove side pretty well but um uh, getting arm side and and just continuing to do everything else as far as off speed and, and mechanics goes ryan i i like the quirkiness of things i have to know did you pick your number 14 does it have any significance at all, or is it just a random number? Uh, I grew up using that number. My grandpa used that number. I think my dad used it a little bit, too. My brother. It's kind of been like a family number. Well, uh, yes. Yeah, so just trying to keep that keep that thing going as, as long as I can. Nice. I'm 18 in, in Denver, but 14 here, so trying to keep it around. That's what's up. All right, I got the big follow-up, though. Uh-oh. Big 10 baseball. That's good baseball. It's good baseball. Everyone knows they talk about it. Yeah. Minor league baseball, that's good baseball. Hey, major league debut though like what is that day for you what are the what are the butterflies what's everything that we don't see on a camera yeah. for ryan Fulner? what's that feel like uh crazy day first i had to pack up my apartment in hartford um so you know i that took a little bit trying to get some sleep after that um but you know after after i got there things were pretty normal um I was nervous the day before and the days leading up sleep was very limited mm. um but the day of I was I was pretty alarmingly chill. I, I was I was pretty normal. Um, but the de- the couple days before were were very nerve wracking, and it's just a, a way different experience. But getting that experience, I think, has helped me a lot Who did, uh, moving forward. Who'd you call first whenever you found out? What's that first outbound call? Yeah, my parents were actually at the game, so I talked to them in person. Oh, oh heck yeah, that's, awesome. that's yeah. where yeah. it is. Yeah, in Hartford. So they came down uh, right outside the locker room. We talked, and, and that was great. I think I called my brother after that, and then agent and people with the Rockies started calling as well. So so when you call your brother, is it like an excited thing, or is it like, a, I told you so? I told, <laughs> like, yeah, all the, look how wrong yeah. you were. Take it that. Was, uh, <laughs> no, it, it was uh, – he was excited for me, and, it, you know, it was uh, – 
just kind of a speechless moment for both of us because awesome. we awesome. obviously grew up doing it together. So um, he helped me a lot along the way. So it's uh, it was cool to cool cool moment. Baseball players are notoriously superstitious uh, creatures of habit. Do you have your daily routine and stick to it by the book every time? Um, I try to. the The schedule here can get a little crazy, so it's hard to, uh, as far as like sleep and when you eat and stuff. Try to keep that stuff um, pretty regimented. But um, yeah, I'm definitely a routine guy. I like to wake up at the same time. You know, start days, the same breakfast, stuff like that. Um, but other than that, I try not to get too uh, too ritualistic with things as far as like underwear or socks goes. I don't do any crazy <laughs> stuff like that. So it becomes a hygiene issue. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. That's so. So I keep that stuff pretty pretty normal. I'm not I'm not crazy with that. Childhood hero, Ryan. Who was the guy you looked up to in the MLB and you were like, that's my guy? Um, that's a hard question. I think there's a lot. I, I yeah. grew up watching a lot of really good pitchers. Um, I was a fan of the Indians, now the Guardians, growing mm-hmm. up, just being uh, from Cleveland and Cincinnati Reds before that too. So, um, I mean, I, I like the old style pitchers. Nolan Ryan is one oh, of my favorites. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, there's some guys in the game now, too, that I really like watching as well. There's some, some really good starting pitching out there right now. Let's, let's follow that up. With yeah, like, who, who is your guy right now? Who's, whose tape do you study? And you're like, I model my game after him, or I'm learning lessons from him. Yeah, I like, uh, I like watching Zach Wheeler a lot. I oh, actually yeah. got him Strong got to work. see him throw in Philly. Um, I try to emulate some of the mechanical things that he does, and he's very similar to DeGrom as well. I like DeGrom and Man. Garrett Cole. Um, those power pitching guys is kind of try like who I try to emulate my my game after. So obviously, Ryan, life's not very fair. You know, like life is hard, and and sometimes things happen. And how absolutely cheated and robbed did you feel whenever they put the Universal DH in the National League? <laughs> when you got to the big leagues, like you like you couldn't like it's not there for you. Like, do you feel like like the world hates you? Um, I don't. I I. I used to be a good hitter, and uh, <laughs> I had to face Aaron Nola last year in Philly, and yeah, that, he can that go was a not bit. so fun. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm good on the hitting thing. You know, I'm, uh, they can, you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy it is the way it is now. Right before you joined us, we were talking about our personal walk-up musics, mm-hmm. like what we would do, and obviously I went with Beverly Hills Cop, because why wouldn't I? Have You have that in your life? You know what your walk-up music is if the time were to ever come? It's... Um, you know, I, I think I, I used some, like, heavy metal song last year. Um, I, I might go with a little Kanye West this year. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. all right. There we so, go. All right. So we'll see. Um, there, I, my music taste is all over the place, so it's kind of hard to nail, nail one down. But um, I like Kanye and Metallica. You know, so there we go. I'm a, I'm a huge Kendrick dork. I stayed up till two thirty in the morning, listened to the new Kendrick last night. What, what are you listening to now? What's what's number one on your heavy rotation? Um. I mean, I got a lot of stuff. I, I in the mornings, I usually listen to reggae, start my day off nice and slow. Yeah, and then right. into some. Uh, He's into it. Yeah, and then some Kanye, and if it's a, uh, if it's a start day, I'll go like heavy metal all pregame. Nice. Um, and then probably taper off it into maybe a rap walk up or something. But is there a hierarchy like amongst the boys when you're traveling? Is there like, uh, hey, you know, these are the country guys over here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it, but the indie rock guys, they do their thing. 
Does that exist? Is there? Is this there guy a won't shut up about Wilco. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about Wilco, Steve. Are, are you asking him who gets the ox cord and who doesn't? That's is what that I'm asking. Yep, that's where I was going. I think it depends on the day. Um, I mean, we got guys from the south who are strictly country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have guys who are from the south that are strictly rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are Atlanta guys. Yeah. That's the between the Georgians and the Okies. <laughs> the Okies are all country. Right? So we. I mean, it's awesome being in the clubhouse and just seeing people from all over the place you know literally all over the world too i mean we have latin music in there too obviously so um we try to mix it up as much as we can when you know you're going to be that's one i think i would like really throw out there though like if i know i'm going to be on the bump i'm like well this my aux cord today boys yeah 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 yeah, i gotta be in the zone you don't get to ask i get to tell (laughs) like that's i'd be diva i'd be so diva about it yeah i i just throw my beats on i go in my own little world but some guys like to take the ox and, and make it their clubhouse for the day, which is understandable and totally warranted if it's your start day. So, I, I just heard today that, you know, I mean, we and Robert were setting up last week. We're like, dang, this is a pretty good playlist. Yes. Right? We just heard today that yes. Winton, Winton's playlist is what plays before the game out yeah. here on the concourse. Oh, yeah. 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 He did a great job with it. It's great. <laughs> we, yeah, it's we, str- can it's tell, we can tell the difference, too. I yeah. was like, yeah, there's a difference between the BP music and then the fan coming in music. Yeah. So <laughs> that changes <laughs> real fast. So <laughs> let's say you're in the bullpen, right? It's a, You're not pitching it. You're in the bullpen, right? And there's – like tomorrow's Little League night. So there'll be, I don't know, 1,000 kids yelling at you for a ball. What is like the one move <laughs> that gets you to lose a ball to a kid in the stands? What is like the one, like, oh, like, okay, he earned it or yeah, she yeah. earned it. Great question. What is that little kid move? Great I think question. if they have a glove, that's a good first step. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Saying uh-huh. please uh-huh. is right. another great I'm writing this down for my daughter. I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> no. <Okay>. Uh, <laughs> I know some guys play this game in the bullpen where they put a cup out and you have to throw quarters into it, and if you make a quarter, you get a ball. (laughs) I don't know if we've played that here, but teams that I've been on in the past have played that. Um, That's a little fun way to do it. But, um, you know, I was always the kid at the game that wanted the ball too, so whenever I'm done warming up, I usually toss one up. The guy, the guy with the cup in the quarter is obviously a late-round pick, right? He, he, needs a, he didn't get that big signing bonus. Right. Historically, that's a guy. That's too much fun. Joining yeah. us right now is Ryan Feldner, and we're laughing a lot about the game. All right, so you got to pitch every couple of days, and the days you don't got to pitch. Is it ever mindset? Like, what's it feel like knowing that, hey, today, today I'm probably not available? Yeah, I, I like to equate it to kind of just like fight night. I mean, I feel like. Uh, UFC guys go in a different mode on their fight night and the days in between I try to keep really chill uh, just because that that day is so mentally taxing yeah um, so just trying to stay chill other uh, other than the bullpen day and just just say call uh, of duty that's all you gotta say yeah just get <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know I, I get my stuff done and I like to have a little fun just to keep it loose and um, you know take my mind off the game so I got to ask you, how have you been getting acclimated to Albuquerque, the fans, the environment, this great park? How does that been feeling and going for you so far? It's great. This park is amazing. Um, being here with my teammates is great, and we're starting to get into a little groove of hanging out on the off days and yeah. whatnot. So um, just kind of getting that weekly routine going of when we're home and versus when we're on the road is, has been good, and um, you know everybody's settling in pretty nicely. Do you think there should be, like, asterisks next to all of your stats and you put the elevation or, like, a link to, <laughs> like, Alba, Albuquerque's yeah. Wikipedia? They're like, hey, there's no humidor. It's 5,300 feet. Yeah. I should be under the three ERA mark, guys. Spin rate, spin rate, spin rate. <laughs> right. as, a, as a pitcher, that would be much appreciated. But uh, I, I think that it's uh, 
you know, it's a well-known fact at this point. I sure. think people know what's going on. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's both teams have to deal with it. So just trying to stay in the same, you know, trying not to do too much different just based on where, where we are. From the texter, if Ryan Felter isn't a professional baseball player, Ryan Felter is what? Mm, good question. Good, yeah, That's a really good, good job, question. Um, you know, I actually hate that question because I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I really don't know. Um, I I'm big on just trying to stay in the moment. I, yeah. My mom made me finish my degree, so I got my degree from Ohio Smart State. Mom. Mm, Smart wow. mom. Smart so, Good job, yes. mom. Yeah. So got drafted my junior year and then finished uh, the year after my first year of pro ball. So I have that to fall back on, and um, we'll see where life takes me after baseball. But I really like helping guys out. Like, um, I feel like I've learned a lot through baseball. So anybody that needs pitching advice or mechanics or whatever, I try to be the guy that, that people can go to. So maybe coaching's in my future. Oh, there Sweet. we go. Yeah. Ryan Feldner, your favorite isotope. Thank you for taking the time and joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're going to grab a break. Whenever we get back, well, uh, more isotopes. Who we got next? Hammer? J.D. Hammer coming on? Yeah, oh, Hammer. Oh, okay, I mean, <laughs> talking about, hey, he can, he can sling it. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you're, like, watching a guy, and I just said break, when you're watching a guy that you know that also has the stuff, do you, are you able to learn one-on-one from that, or is it such difference mechanically? Um, I try not to, like, if we're different mechanically, I try not to look at that, but it's yeah. more of, like, I mean, just watching how he sets up hitters and using, uses his stuff I think is really fun to watch. So just trying to, like, look at more of the how people sequence hitters I think is kind of what I try to pick pick and choose from people, like right. learn from people. But, yeah, J.D.'s a uh, classic reliever. Yeah, he's yeah, – yeah. So. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Boys are live at Isotopes Park. Going Isotopes all 5 o'clock hour, and joining us is reliever for your Albuquerque Isotopes, number 34 in the program, J.D. Hammer. J.D., welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. How you doing, big dog? You feeling good? Got really the day good. off? Yeah, it's been great. Good day off, nice day, so just relaxed. It's not so bad. This is like peak Albuquerque weather. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it is. This is great. Low mid-80s, tiny breeze, not a cloud in the sky. This is perfect baseball weather. Yeah, it's been great. 6.1 scoreless inning streak. You care about that kind of stuff? Does that matter? <laughs> I, I try not to look at my stats too much during the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the appearances matter. I like to get out as much as I can and do what I can to help the team. But other than that, I don't usually look too much into the stats. Kind of just like to go out there and compete against the other guys. Speaking of competing, like you like to get a bunch of appearances, and you're leading the PCL in appearances. You're out there a lot. Are you like, Coach, I'm good every day. I don't need a day off. Like, quit giving me days off. I want out there. <laughs> yeah, I like to pitch as much as I can. Uh, just being available and being healthy is huge for us, especially the relievers. So as much, if we can get out there and help the guys out as much as possible, that's kind of our goal. So that's I think our pen's done a pretty good job of keeping us in ball games, and it's been a really fun year so far. A relief pitcher with the name Hammer doesn't get any better than that. What I want to know, J.D., is when did you know you had it, you had this stuff? Was it in high school? Was it before that? <laughs> uh, I thought I had it in high school. I was a position guy. Mm -hmm. I was a shortstop. Uh, talked to a couple Division I guy, uh, t schools and uh, thought I had a chance doing that. Ended up going uh, junior college, mm -hmm. tried the position thing. It's hard to hit, man. So uh, <laughs> the hardest so, thing in all the sports. Yeah. So it's one of those things I could, I could either transfer and probably learned and figured out the hitting thing, or 
they out, they just asked me if I'd pitch, and we had a good team, and I wanted to be a part of it. And so, awesome. Kind of learned how to pitch, and didn't really know much. So my first year, I was a reliever out of the pen with just a fastball knuckleball. So, mm-hmm. kind of uh, built off my freshman year and taught myself how to throw some breaking pitches and. Now we're here. There we go. <laughs> nice. Navarro puts out some players, though. Some guys yeah, come out of Navarro. Yeah, like, it was a good experience. Yeah. I mean, it was all about baseball. I loved it. I mean, school is important, but it was cool. We got to be out there. Uh, we do two-a-days and all that. So, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was a cool experience. Now, speaking about college, you know I am the broadcaster for New Mexico Highlands University. Yes. And, you know, I call every single home baseball game that is played down there in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico. <laughs> Where your younger brother yep. plays third base for the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, both my uh, brothers went to New Mexico Highlands. One was a catcher. He graduated two years ago. Uh, he's now in Wyoming. Yeah. And he owns a pizza shop. And my other one just, uh, he's going to graduate after this summer. He just got done playing his senior season. Yeah, Kalen is a pretty good little third baseman. <laughs> he, he hit like 350, dog. Like, what? Yeah, the kick can just rake. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then will come in relief just whenever. Yeah. Like, just can do a little bit of everything. So baseball's in the family. Yeah, yeah. We grew up. We all grew up playing baseball, wiffle ball in the backyard, get into the fights, do the whole thing with the siblings. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's kind of where it started. And we all played in college, and it was it, it was it's been a blessing for us. <laughs> so speaking of where it started, you got Colorado roots, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you were always been a Rockies fan, <laughs> yeah, and now you play for the friggin' Rockies. Like, yeah. how cool is that? Yeah, it's been a cool experience. Uh, I got drafted by the Rockies in 2016, which was obviously a dream come true growing up a Rockies fan. And then uh, 2017 got traded uh, to the Phillies for Pat Neshek. Pretty good. I, yeah. Mm. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. so uh, now we're back here, and it's been awesome. I, I've really enjoyed being back. JD, I'm looking at your profile picture here on MILB.com, and I'm looking at you in person. It's very nice in person. It's professional. Mm -hmm. This picture. That's the ham. Look, this is, you're about to get some heat, or you better back off the plate, or you're about to have some problems. Was that done on purpose? Uh, it wasn't done on purpose. It kind of turned into that. Uh, when the glasses go on, it's kind of like an alter ego. There we go. That's what I was getting wild at. Thing. Opposite yeah. Uh, yeah. Clark Kent kind of put the glasses on, and it's it's go time. So, But, yeah, off the field, I'm really mellow. Just like to hang out, play video games. But, yeah, when it's time to compete, it's time to compete. There we go. Yeah, you're channeling a little Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn there, man. <laughs> you ever Speaking of Wild Thing, like, obviously you want to throw strikes. Obviously you want to have pinpoint right. placement. Do you feel like a little bit of wildness is good for a pitcher? Yeah, I don't think it hurts. I mean, if that, if you can make the hitter uncomfortable in any way, I mean, it gives you an advantage. So, I mean, hmm. that's anything you can use, whether it's in intimidation with the way you look or the way you throw, whatever. I mean, I'll take whatever I can get because so, these guys are good. <laughs> so you're saying when you first, like, you get the call to the bullpen, you come out, right? You, you step on the bump, and you're warming up there in front of what tomorrow night will be 15,000 fans. Yeah. You, you sail onto the backstop on purpose, right? That's what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> you might every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> J.D. Yeah. Hammer joining us on the program. We're laughing a lot. We're having a lot of fun with it. All right, you, gotta, you, you don't know who you're facing 89, right? It could be any, any, any set of guys. But can you identify by their walk-up music if this is going to be an easy out? <laughs> Do you mentally know this? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just you 
I go after every guy like that. They're the same. They're they're professional athletes and yeah. they're they're good. So I'm gonna go at them with my best stuff. I I try not to look at them or it just. It's just me and the target. That's kind of my thing. Just focus on Fred, the super t- Fred, but Fred, you're telling me I would be a horrible professional athlete. Oh, me too. Because I definitely would be listening to yep. the music yeah. all the time. When he walks out to Dancing Queen by yeah. Alan, like I'm piping three right down the middle. <laughs> oh, you tell me this is a party in the USA. <laughs> this is, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know how you could separate that. Does it feel yeah. like a job to you? Does it, does it feel like work? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. I mean, when you get later into the season, it, I mean, you grind a little bit more. Your body's a little bit more tired. But, no, I mean, this is – we're all living the dream. I mean, we get to be outside. We get to be around each other during the day. And, I mean, it's been it's been awesome. Everyone's been great. The t- my teammates are amazing. It's been, it's been really fun. You were talking about video games a little bit. What is the clubhouse video game right now? Like, what are the, what are the players playing? <laughs> it kind of – Depends on who you talk to. I'm a big uh, Rocket League guy, but Fortnite's kind of making the comeback. Yeah, okay. really interesting. In the clubhouse. Uh, Ebb and flow. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, Call of Duty, obviously, but, yeah, those are, like, the three main ones kind of in the clubhouse right now. Which one of those can you keep up in, Rob? None of them. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Tekken 3 on PlayStation yeah. 2. That's my, that's my video game peak. <laughs> 22 years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of locker room stuff, like, who's – Who's the big personality guy in the locker room? Like, who who keeps the laughs going? Who keeps the fun going? Uh, Logan Cozart keeps everyone on the on their yeah, toes. Whether it's yeah, whether it's the position guys or the pitchers, he kind of he kind of keeps everything lively. So, <laughs> like pranks or games or talking smack, like anything, whatever. He, just he kind of likes to rattle guys. So whatever he can do to kind of get in your head, that's what he likes to do. Just to be. Just to be kind of funny or keep things light. Oh my God! Look at so this beautiful green chili Philly. Delicious green chili. I have one more question for you, JD, because you kind of alluded to the, to it earlier. Um, how do you control the ebb and flows of not only the season but you coming in and out of different games? Like, is it hard to manage how you feel? How you're going to come with that focus? Yeah, we kind of you kind of develop a routine, and for relievers, we kind of have to be available every day so depending on your body and how you feel and how your catch partner feels you kind of lighten up on catch some days and some days you go a little bit harder Mm because you have the day off or we're still training throughout the season so you just kind of pick your times and place where your body feels good or not good and we take days to kind of recover and that's why today's been kind of a good day today's kind of been a recovery day for me so that's good all right let's say just hypothetically you're you're on the mound and and there's a batter there and that batter is Kalen Hammer, <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're 60 feet six inches away from third baseman for New Mexico Highlands University and sometimes reliever Kalen Hammer, and you just gotta get you got him you got three pitches, you gonna get him. Oh yeah, we think <laughs> without hesitation. Yeah, yeah. Hey, first, first one's chin music, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We face each other. We face each other in the off season stuff. Uh, first couple times I see hitters, I I'd rather if I let one go and hit my brother, it's not gonna phase me as much as I hit. Him, <laughs> so. But yeah, so we we go at each other a little bit during the off season. But yeah, definitely 
fastball in first pitch, and then we'll see how the at-bat goes from Remember that time you broke my G.I. Joe? (laughs) (laughs) J.D., thank you so very much for taking the time with this big dog. You're one of the best. Good personality, good dude. Whenever we get back, Sean Burchard is going to join us, and we're going to well, we're going to laugh a lot. We're going to talk about the long ball because I mean, why? I mean, it's the only thing that matters in baseball. If you ask me, boy. <laughs> Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten, the sports animal. Animal. Welcome back to the program. Sean Burchard is joining us. And what's your favorite baseball movie? Ooh, wow, this is getting off to Damn, a Damn, coming in hot. Yeah, I, no, no hey, I just promised Jeez. him no trick questions. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty straightforward one. Uh, I mean, I say straightforward. I gotta go off the top of my head. Either Sand Lots of Classic or, yeah. fever, or Fever Pitch. Oh, Fever Pitch! Whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. the death of St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> I never hear that answer. Wow, I know, it's always a good one. That's what you get for asking that question out of the yeah, game. I'm like sorry. That. Do I need to go now, <laughs> Sean? You hurt me. You hurt me. And obviously, the answer is for love of the game. Joining us on the program, we got a Tony Lo- Tony Larusa impersonator here. <laughs> What's just, going on, guys? Just like him too. Hey, what does Little League Night mean to you, Sean? Because I know, I mean, shoot, you started playing this game when you were like one years old. Something like that. It feels like that. Uh, no, Little League Night's always super fun. Um, I mean, even all the kids' days when they're out here, it's always fun to see those guys running around. Kind of brings some nostalgia back to when I was obviously that age and looking up to the guys that are at where I'm at now. So it's always fun to see those guys, and it kind of just makes you realize, you know, what this game is really all about, brings some good perspective. Our first two guests were pitchers. We went starter, reliever. Now we got a position player. Yeah, a little utility right. guy. Is there, yeah, like, like obviously your teammates obviously support each other. But there's some like hitter versus pitcher beef in the locker room, right? Always. There's always some <laughs> always. biggie, always some biggie Tupac stuff yeah. going on, right? <laughs> I like that. Some West Coast East Coast stuff. Um, what's it? What's it like back there, down there? No, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, we we keep it pretty loose. The bullpen guys are always super funny. Um, they keep everything pretty relaxed because they're weird. They're weird. They kids. They, they are weird, especially <laughs> the lefty ones. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> No, it's good. We got a uh, we got some friendly banter going on down there, but we got a lot of card games going too. And it's always seems to be position player versus pitcher. You know, I, don't, I think it's just natural. You know, I don't, I don't know what it is, but but it's pretty funny uh, when you get a, posi- a position player and a pitcher together. How do you harness your power, man? Look, I have no Oof. clue about baseball, how to play, or any of that. <laughs> but if I had power, I would be swinging for the fences all the time. How do you know when you can swing for the fence or you need to shorten this thing up? Good question. Um, I would say the wind and the elevation help in Albuquerque for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but, man, I, I, I always love that. People say it was Babe Ruth that said this, but it's always the uh, swing as hard as you can in case you hit it. Sure. Um, I always love that saying. You know, that's kind of my – that honestly is my approach a lot of the times. Yeah. I'm going up there. I'm trying to do damage whenever I can. If I hit it, great. I hope it goes over the fence. If not, you know, we usually have another at-bat coming pretty soon. There we go. Well, I mean, you mentioned – playing here at the lab and the wind and the high altitude and the balls just absolutely fly out oh yeah like have you ever been like like on the west coast or sea level and you absolutely crank one UCLA and it stops days. at the UCLA. Yeah. it stops oh, at the man. warning track and you're like <laughs> we uh that would have been out of the park in albuquerque <laughs> at school uh so i went to UCLA at school we used to always say that jackie robinson stadium had a dome over it and it just seemed to always be a pitcher's park you know mm-hmm. and it's it's just kind of always how it's been, but unfortunately for position players, it's always tough. You hit a ball, you think it's going, you know, 50 feet over the fence, 
and the outfielder runs back and stops on the warning track is never a fun feeling. But jogs back even. Yeah, <laughs> no, or, the, or, or they go back and they come running in really quickly. Um, that's, always, that's always a humbling feeling. What, uh, what's, your, yeah. what's your dream park to hit in? Ooh, man, I, I mean – Part of me wants to say Denver, kind of like a wink, wink. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Bun you know, out some home runs. Right, right. But uh, no, I'm from San Diego originally, and yeah. I've always, I've always loved Petco Park. Um, yeah. It's always been a beautiful stadium. Going there when I was younger, so that'd always be a dream to to play there as well. How do you feel about real good pitching? You guy, whenever you know a guy that's up there who can really control it and handle it, is that a thing you're excited about, or is it a you like to really clean up on the garbage? <laughs> uh, yes and yes, yeah. I guess, uh, to yeah. both of those questions. Um, no, it's fun. You know, when you face guys that are obviously really good, it's a, it's a challenge. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's Triple H. Still, you're still developing. Um, you got to figure out a way to hit those guys if you obviously want to get to the big league. So, you know, I try to get those at-bats done as early as possible. You don't want to stick around too long because those guys tend to have some nasty stuff, uh, especially with two strikes. But, you know, facing – you know, the quote-unquote garbage. Um, you know, not too many of those guys left no, around at this level. No. But, uh, you know, when you kind of run into one, it's always fun to <laughs> get in that bat. For sure. <laughs> so, so you, you mentioned Wink Wink should be up playing up in Denver, right? What's, like, on your journey? Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. You said it, not me. Allegedly. <laughs> so through your journey, through the minors, like working your way up to the bigs, yeah. can you remember a moment where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm so ready. I'm ready to do this. And on the exact opposite side, what's that humbling moment where you're like, what am I doing here? Yeah, no, it, uh, I get those feelings about five times each each night. <laughs> there's, uh, there's times I'm like, man, like, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And then, you know, the very next pitch, I'm like, ah, you know, maybe I'm not. Um, but it's, it's baseball, right? You know, there's got, it's got its ups and downs. Um, you know, you got to go with the flow. You try to be even keel as much as you can, but at the same time, you got to have fun with it. You know, when you're feeling good, you're feeling good. When you're not, you know, you got to find a way to, to push through it. And that's part of it. See, I'm the baseball fan that likes when the unexpected happens. I yep. love it when the position players have to get in the game and pitch. Same. Have you, okay. Have, have yeah, you ever okay. been in that position? Not I, saying, look, I don't want it to happen to the isotopes. We don't right. want to get behind like but that. how quick right. do you raise your but, hand? Yeah, how do, are you the one that goes, you know what, let me go out here and do yeah. this? No, that's uh, that's part of the position player pitcher thing, right? Position yeah. players always think that they can pitch. Yeah. Pitchers always think that they can hit. And there's about one guy, and his name is Shohei Otani, who can probably do both, um, <laughs> if we're being honest. But, uh, no, it's, you know, like you said, you don't want to get in that situation too often, but right. I think a lot of guys, uh, they want to get on the mound, try to have some fun. And, um, you know, typically in those situations, you're either up or down by a lot. So your job really is just to get in there and, you know, try to do something cool, yeah. try to provide some sort of entertainment to the fans. But, do uh, you yeah. have, like, the last day you pitched on your resume so coach knows? <laughs> nah, I like, wish. Hey, like, Check junior year of high school, I threw a three-hitter. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. I wish. No, shoot, I don't even know the last time I actually pitched in a real game. Um, Going all the way back to Little League, like that yeah, long? Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. I didn't pitch in high school, not too much in college, obviously, and, and not in pro ball, um, which – you know, it's kind of a bummer now I think about it, but it's also probably a good thing that I haven't had that opportunity. Sean Bouchard sure. is joining us. We're talking a lot about the game. Uh, first season here in Albuquerque, right? First one, so, yep. First one. And, and your name first came across kind of my radar when you hit two triples in one game. Hmm. And I needed done like, like number one, congratulations to your lungs. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but, like, 
are you ready for that stuff? Because those this is such a short burst energy game. Yeah. Like after you get that, you're like, oh, I'm not going to triple again. Oh no, here's a no, left turn. You are you're never ready for that. But at the same time, you're also always kind of ready in the back of your head. Um, you know, I think for me personally, the way I'm sort of built athletically, I'm a pretty slow twitch athlete. Yeah, um, baseball one, fast. Got yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once I get going, uh-huh. you know, in the outfield or <laughs> kind of around second base going to three, uh, that's kind of, yeah. oddly enough, my kind of my skill set. So it wasn't terrible, but the altitude did get to me. So, so the lungs are still recovering. As you're rounding second to third, which god are you praying to? <laughs> <laughs> the, one that, the one that keeps me safe. Yes. There we go. Uh, no, the, the one that allows me to actually get the triple. That's <laughs> you, I love your attitude. We can see you have a lot of personality. Is that how you approach hitting, or do you switch it into where it's like, you know what, I'm – not focused, but it got a little anger to you. Is that is that yeah. something that comes to, to play? Yeah, I wish I had, like, a super sick answer for you where I'm like, yeah, like, I turn into, like, a different guy or whatever. But honestly, no, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I think part of it is you, you know, you try to feed off the energy of the crowd, feed mm-hmm. off the energy of the team. Um, and it's it's kind of that one moment or those, you know, handful of moments throughout the game where you kind of are in control of what you do. And I think, you know, for whatever reason, I find a lot of joy actually hitting and just having fun with the game um you know like i said i wish i had some some cool tom brady type <laughs> answer for you but um you know I, i'm pretty i'm pretty low-key and pretty laid back when yeah. it comes to a lot of things and and hitting's the same way for me how brutal is the national league west this year oh man the diamondbacks Crazy. the diamondbacks and the rockies are are bringing up the rear and they'd be they'd be in second place in four out of six leagues it's crazy what's the deal with the divisions you know yeah. I, I feel like oh, man. i kind of saw a twitter thread a couple of days ago talking about that and, I, and it kind of brought up a good point in my head I was like you know i feel like for the longest time you know unfortunately the rockies have been with the dodgers you know neck and neck the last few years and i know that they played in the game 163 a couple years back but Man, it's a, it's a tough division, but I guess that's part of it. You know, if you want to be the best, you have to beat you got to beat the best. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for better or for worse, we're playing against the best teams in baseball. You know, throughout the entire year, and not just the postseason. So, could be a good thing by the end of the year. Obviously, if the Rockies make it, and and uh, you know, they've been battle tested throughout the year. But man, it's tough for sure to to be 500 and still be at the bottom of the division. Yeah, I, I should have looked. I didn't get the, you in the line. You in the starting lineup tonight? What's up tonight? Not tonight. No. 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 Okay. But over the weekend, you're going to get a, at the at the plate a handful of times. It's going to be packed out this weekend. Should be a packed house. That's what I've been hearing. I don't know. We got any big uh, big events coming up, or is it just they just, want to, they just want to come out and see the see the guys bang a little yeah, bit. You know, mariachi's draw Mariachi. here in town. Okay, That's yeah, mariachi's mariachi night's big. Little League night, obviously, tonight. But yep. the question I was going to get to with it is, obviously, COVID-19 and playing in front of no fans and the difference yeah. of playing in front of all the fans. Yep. You draw from that? What's that do for I, you? I love that. And, again, going back to, um, you know, I went to school in, in Los Angeles, and, unfortunately, for – us as baseball players, there's a lot of other things to do in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yes. on the weekends rather yes. than come watch a college baseball game. So we didn't get a lot of fans. Um, and coming up through the minors, obviously, uh, didn't get a whole lot. Um, so last year was in Hartford. We got a decent amount. And this year has been fantastic. And it's something that's still relatively new to me, but it's been so much fun to, to hear all the fans. I mean, really from first pitch to the last one, uh, it's been great. And I think this weekend should be nothing, nothing different. Over ten thousand tonight. Supposed to be over fifteen thousand. Wow. Supposed to be yes. a complete, complete sellout tomorrow. That'll be fun. That's exciting. 
that will be exciting for Sean sure. Sean Bouchard, thank you so very much for being you and being part of the program. I appreciate you guys. When are we get back, boys? This is going to sound kind of crazy. Open segment? That can't be right. No, Josh Sushan. <laughs> <laughs> we had to reschedule. You know how it is. We had yeah, to reschedule. Sure. Batting yeah, practice went along. It's crazy. Sean, I mean, your it's job's hard, close. Sean, but my job's radio. And this is this is the easy part. This is fun being with <laughs> you <agree>. guys. This <laughs> is fun. This is fun being with you guys. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. That's a hardback. Yeah. Yeah. Forget the music. No, you know, bad. There we go. There it is. Oh, okay. There it is. I mean, it's Jerry's first day, boys. What are we supposed to do? Like, it's a live remote. Joining us on the program, Josh Sushan, the voice of the Albuquerque Ice Trips. Josh, welcome. Is, is this my walk-up song? This is, hey, this is my yeah. walk-up song. There we go. Well, I got my monitor down. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, same. I don't even hear a song. Well, I don't even know what it is. New equipment. Tech diffs on the new Sounds equipment. Sounds like some Rick Ross or something. Is that so what it is? Yeah, is yeah. it Richard it's Ross? learning yeah. day today. Yeah, Rick, is it Ricky Ross? Is it, <laughs> Ricardo Ross? <laughs> hey, what's, like, the worst you've ever done broadcasting, Josh? Where you think you know someone's legal name? You ever done that? Like, like instead of like, like it's Nick, and you're like, oh, Nicholas, whatever, and his name's like actually like Nicolino, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, who? Th- I I had some game against Sacramento uh, like four or five years ago, and there's a guy named Mac Williamson who's just the best human ever, and he once hit one over the scoreboard, and then he was like game two of a doubleheader in Sacramento, won game one like ten nothing, won game two ten one, and and. Mac just went crazy. So I'm on his Wikipedia in the middle of the game just trying to come up with, like, anything else to talk about. Right. And I see his full name, and it's M-A-C-A-N-E-S-E. And for whatever reason, my brain just said Mac and Easy. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And it was like one of those where you don't even think. It just, like, comes and you spit it out. And I remember just thinking, did I really just say Mac and Easy on the air? (laughs) Did anybody hear me? Not only did they hear me, they heard me in the clubhouse. Oh. And it was a day and it was like a day game or something like that. He sees me at the airport, both teams are leaving to fly out. He oh. walks over and he goes, Nice to meet you, I'm Mac and Easy. And I went, Oh no. That is too good. The moral of the story is don't look things up on Wikipedia in the middle of the game without asking questions first. When obviously his name was Mac and Cheese. <laughs> no, it's obviously Mac and Esse. Mac and Esse. Yeah, Josh, this is going to be a banger of a weekend. You're going to have uh, more fans here over the three days than uh, well, you've had in a three-day run this season. And not only that, but, you know, for all of the people who say, oh, kids don't like baseball. Baseball needs to do more to expose kids. We had a school day matinee yesterday. We're going to have, what, 4,000, 5,000 Little League kids today and another five to 7,000 Little Leaguers tomorrow. We're going to end up with approximately 10,000 kids under the age of 15 between Thursday, Friday, and Saturday here. Oh, super. So sweet. I have a question, Josh. With the, with the the attendance being what it will be this weekend, more people here, does that ratchet up your level of excitement while calling the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No, and it becomes a two-way street where, number one, I, let it, I try to let it breathe more mm-hmm. so you can just hear the buzz in the crowd. Right. Um, but also I have to be careful that I don't, kind of talk over it or scream over it but also i know it's just more fun right when you hear the roar of the crowd when there's a crack of the bat if there's like a home run i also know if it's a big home run or something try to shut up right away to let the the crowd tell the rest of the story you know like you want to let it breathe in the middle of pitches but also after a big play call it shut up and let the crowd finish it so it's like a i'm a radio guy at heart too you know so as like a radio guy, how much do you let the theater of the mind go during a broadcast? How much do you let that the game kind of hit the listener and let them interpret? 
I would say that I probably do that more in the mid to late innings than early, mm-hmm. you know, because early, you know, I feel like I'm the master of ceremonies, right? I'm trying to introduce all mm-hmm. the different storylines of what's going on with this and that, you know, and even though, and, and I shouldn't do this, but you spend all this time researching all this stuff, you kind of want to like, you know, prove to people you did your homework, right? <laughs> so you're kinda, but which you shouldn't do. So, I mean, the bottom line is the game has to come first. And so you just got to just feel the way the game's going. If the starting pitcher is dominating, then you got to keep going back to more information about the starter. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you just try to you just try to let it. You know, I think as more I talk out loud and try and answer your question, I think that's where my journalism background comes in. Is just what is journalistically right at this moment. In, in your in your years of doing this, have you seen anything catch fire like mariachi night? Well, oof, that's that's We're probably that's probably the hardest. Cheers. I don't know if anything would, would top mariachi night. Mm. You know, um, there's a different energy that's in the ballpark and i put it this way i know that i've talked to a lot of different players over the years and i know that like put it this way when the white dudes are super pumped up about mariachi night right (laughs) that's when you know it's something right Right, and i've talked to a lot of guys on our win-loss record on mariachi games is really good and i've talked to guys a lot of guys and they say we feed off the energy we play our best because of the energy that's in the crowd yeah i have have, so fred always talks about the long ball when you have a game without the long ball, how do you make that? Is that the closing song? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, we're one minute out. Oh, wow. All right, well, then I better not answer that question. Yeah, oh, yeah, because, man, yeah, yeah that's uh, going to be a big one. Josh Sushan, who keeps you wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so very the much. The answer was yes. There we go. But sometimes no. There we go. That, that's the but great also, answer. also maybe. Maybe. Also, sometimes. Yeah. 45 more minutes of the boys whenever we get back. Josh, thank you so much. My pleasure, guys. Two minutes on sure. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, I think. Jerry, did we miss it? Jerry, you got to speak up to me, big dog. Welcome to the remote broadcast. Joining us on said remote broadcast, friend of the show, friend in real life, athletic director for New Mexico Highlands University, Andrew Ealing. Andrew, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. It's Andrew, great to be here. Well, Isotopes Park, got the fam out. It's going to yeah. be a pretty good little night. Playing the Space Cowboys. How's that feel as a New Mexico Highlands Cowboy fan? You going <laughs> to root for the visitors? I, I Turncoat? Do. Well, I'm not going to go that far, but I do like the mascot name. Space Cowboys. I mean, you can't get much better than I mean, that. It's pretty strong word. It's okay. pretty good brand. I mean, it's okay at best. It's, it's no <laughs> Isotope. It's no Mariachi. <laughs> So you're in town, Andrew, because uh, New Mexico Highlands University had the big graduation ceremony last night? Yep, yep. Yeah, in Rio Rancho at, at Santa Ana, and, and uh, we graduated, well, we graduate about 46 student-athletes this year. There some you go, there you go. Some of them walked last night because we have postponed <laughs> the graduation in Las Vegas because right. of the fires. Oh, but, no. but, I mean, it, you know, again, it was a good event, and we hope that everyone else can walk. Um, at some point, so and and us, fourteen of those are with masters. Oh wow, that's so, impressive! Well, that extra Big COVID time. year, I know yeah. you, had a little more, <laughs> you had a little more time to get hey, things done, including Duke City Gladiators quarterback Ramon Atkins. Ramon, oh, there yeah, we Ramon. go! Congratulations, oh, boys! That's right, that, that's right, Ramon. He, what a great kid! Man, that kid's awesome. Well, he's lighting up the IFL. So that's right. That's he's a right. Pretty good just, little athlete, just like he did the Armac. This right. year. Yeah. He could go. He could go. Andrew Ealing joins athletic director for New Mexico Highlands University. We're talk a little bit about a uh, well, you know, baseball, Jason. You play a little baseball, huh? I tried. Yeah. I tried. Okay. That's uh-huh. what a guy says who played. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I was I was fortunate enough to play at 
at Kansas State in the Big 12. And, and uh, Wait, wait. No. Yeah, that's not trying. That's no. You play. <laughs> well, play, play. Yeah. Do not look me up. I'll just don't look up. <laughs> I was just about to. <laughs> but, no, it was a great experience. I mean, gosh, I played against a lot of guys that, that played – you know, in, in the MLB for a long time and, and uh, uh, gave up a lot of home runs to guys who played in the MLB <laughs> for a long time. So, no, uh, it's a great experience. So I, I want to replace it for the world. So you're t- obviously athletic director now at New Mexico College University in Las Vegas. There's a lot going on in Las Vegas right now as it relates to, to well, kind of tough situation, the forest fires that surround Las Vegas. How has the university been responding to helping the community? Yeah, so, I mean, immediately we – we start meeting every day. So I'm part of the emergency management uh, team there at Highlands. And we we immediately just tried to help. And we were in a vaccine. I mean, actually still now, first responders are staying on campus. Um, there, uh, we, we had, we had uh, our student athletes and our students, they, they kind of, they kind of left somewhat right away um, just because, I mean, the smoke got so bad. So we met with asthma. That was really tough. Mm-hmm. But, we, uh, we, we put together a website that kind of gives all the resources out to, to everyone that wants to help. So it's not just, it's not necessarily just the resources for Highlands. It's resources for anybody in the area, um, you know, to Red Cross or, or whoever. So that's nmhu.edu forward slash hermit. So H-E-R-M-I-T. So anything, all the resources are there. So if you want to help. That's that's where you want to go and, and, and help out. Big shout-out to friend of the show yeah. and partner of the program, New Mexico Pinion, who I know made a several thousand-dollar donation <laughs> last week to the relief effort and then uh, made a donation of goods to New Mexico Highlands. And I believe you helped facilitate that. Yeah, yeah, I, I got that. So Chief Romero, our, our, our police chief on campus, just got him in line. And so he does rounds every day to all the, all the firefighters that are mm-hmm. out. Um, working the fires. And hey, so speaking he was, of firefighters, hey, right, hey, right, hey, right, hey, okay. right on cue. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a world of effort up there, and um, and I don't know who you guys talk to in the ideal of higher power, but uh, if we can just get some freaking rain. Oh my gosh! Oh it's my almost. God. If we can just hang on for a few more weeks, oh we're gonna get some rain. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you're you're there, like that's home. Yeah, like that's where you live. Can you unpackage, like, actually what it's like for a person who might not understand what, what you're going through up there? Well, I mean, the smoke is the worst piece of it. So just, just getting that smoke every day. Um, not every day. I mean, it really depends on where the wind's blowing. Sure, so, sure. But, we, you know, we, had, we played softball uh, kind, of, kind of right before all that, all that happened. And the, the dark clouds to the north, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they're this, the smoke was just incredible. It's just this wall of black smoke. Man. Um, and that's when it kind of first started. And then obviously right after that, it was that next day or actually that Monday that we kind of, that's when things, evacuation started happening around around town and close to the Las Vegas community. And, and really just how everybody came together to help each other out is really, it's been incredible. Yeah. And we were, you know, we no one really – inside the city limits had to evacuate so i mean i think we saw the pictures and you could see them from, from campus the flames and all that right but it's still pretty far away right. so just because we you could see in the pictures i mean you, they're they're really dramatic you know you see online and not to say that it's not dramatic i mean there's it, our, our baseball coach um are some of our administrators 
I mean, they, they had to evacuate. Luckily, Coach Hunt's house made it through. He oh, was my out goodness. Man. Um, it's really kind of incredible because his his made everything else around it burn. I mean, it's just it was like I don't know how to explain it. It's just, you know, it's like it's untouched. But um, there's obviously a lot of unfortunate um, uh, happenings going on around Las Vegas right now. A lot of people have lost their homes. Um, they're displaced. and uh, but, but we're doing everything we can at Highlands to help those people out. So as an AD, I remember we used to call the AD all duties, like do everything. So you're just talking about you, you have graduates. Do you have a downtime, or is it continuous all school year long for you? Uh, as soon as I say downtime, it's mm-hmm. like the phone calls just keep pouring. Yeah, nice. <laughs> figures. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, no, not really. I mean, yes, you try to you try to give yourself a break and go on vacation and and, and enjoy yourself, be, be with family. Um, and I do. I, I try to turn my phone off during that time. I say turn my phone off. I'll leave it in the cabin or I'll leave it, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's like an hour at a time because – Honestly, I have anxiety because you right. wonder. You don't want to miss what, something. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, what's going to happen? You get back there and there's a voicemail and there's an emergency. And, mm-hmm. all, you know, more often than not, there's not an emergency. But you still have that anxiety that you just you want to be there and make sure you're there for your coaches, your student athletes. And, and that's, you know, really important. Speaking awesome. about student athletes, talk about what, 10 varsity sports, 11 varsity sports. What is it? 11? Te- technically 12. 12 varsity yeah, sports down there. Because an indoor-outdoor track and all that. Oh, all, that's one. Don't you know. do that. <laughs> so, so 11 varsity sports up there at New Mexico Highlands University. And I tell you what I like, boys, strong emphasis on New Mexico athlete. New Mexico, like if you were a high schooler here in New Mexico and you have aspirations to play at that next level, New Mexico Highlands University can be a destination for you. Talk a little bit about the importance of drawing New Mexico athletes to New Mexico Highlands University. Well, that, that's extremely important. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be able to highlight some of our graduates right now with that. So, like, last night, like, Jordan Lewis graduated one of our Good, basketball good players. gal. Um, yes. She's from... Uh, uh, what's it, Rama? She's from Rama, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, she has she actually already has a job. She'll be teaching third grade up in Farmington. Uh, pretty good get, wow. so pretty good like, get for Farmington. Well, you know, um, so she she got her master's last night. Um, Alan Michelle, I mean that's yeah. Moriarty, Moriarty, best wrestler um, on the planet, not he, even close. I mean, all American and an elite ninety guy. I mean, I understand the elite ninety. Only one Division two wrestler gets that each year, and he's the one that received that. Wow, and that's an academic award and. You have to be at the national, like you can't just be, you know, like an everyday guy. You yeah. have to be at the national championships to get that award. So it's it's a pretty, I mean, elite ninety. It's it is it's elite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so congratulations. Those are two New Mexico guys that are two Mexico people that that have done really well for us at Highlands and represented really well. And then they're going to move on and do great, do, do great things. We, we see the little league teams being paraded around the outfield right now. We got team after team marching out and i think it's such a cool moment for these these young athletes what, what does youth sports mean to you well right now my son is really oh. jealous <laughs> <laughs> he's really jealous we saw them earlier and he uh-huh. you know he's playing little league in las vegas and, and he really is is he wants to be out there right now yeah he's asking why he's not out there of course <laughs> uh, but that that's a huge deal i mean just to be able to uh to, I mean, for those kids, I mean, they, they don't even they, – they're walking on cloud nine. I mean, they, yeah, they, sure. they can't even handle themselves, I'm sure. I mean, I remember being that age, and you're just – it's just amazing. 
I'll tell I you, they're the, on cloud nine because they're all filled up with cotton candy. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, who can't handle them. They're coaches. You see, they chase these kids <laughs> around, running around on the concourse. Oh my gosh! This, going nonstop for hours. On, no, this is a this is a real big important weekend. Fire. We didn't tell you fireworks tonight for that. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I tried to explain that to them at dinner. Um, I wanted to give them hints, but they don't. They don't. They're know, not. I, they're kids. They're not. Well, smart. I said you guys want to see something explode tonight, and of course they're thinking something else. <laughs> <laughs> like a car being blown up. <laughs> the yeah. building we're yeah. in, Dad. <laughs> so interesting. That's so so weird. We had JD Hammer on the program earlier. His younger brother Kalen plays third base for the New Mexico Highland Cowboys. There's just a there's a fun lineage of athlete that comes through your university, and as far as where they're fed from and, and where they go afterwards, what do alumni mean to you after they leave? What do alumni do for the athletics programs after yeah. their time in Las Vegas is over? Well, I mean, it, there's obviously a lot of pride when you play for an institution. There's a lot of pride for who you play for. You spend some time there. You you grew there as a person, and so there's a big chunk of you that that's there that, that you really appreciate. And so as, as alums, you know, for, for us, for me, for our coaches, for our current student-athletes, having our current alumni engaged yeah. with our current student-athletes is really important because they need to tell their stories because our student-athletes are learning. They want to know kind of the experiences that happened because, you know, as you, as you well know, a lot of times they experience the same things as they're trying to grow and mature and be, become responsible, you know, young adults. They're, they're trying to figure all that out. So anytime that we can get some mentorship from our alumni is huge. And then obviously anytime that they can help and support and be around our, be around our games, and uh, that, that's, that, it's just huge. What is the first sports that is coming up in this next coming up season for Highland? So we got, I mean, this fall, so everything's done this spring, with right. the exception of track nationals. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they'll take off next week. And you're uh, in the mix a little bit on some of that. Yeah. What's that? You got some athletes in the mix right there. Yeah, yeah. And it, they're still, we still don't know, I think, who's all going exactly because of the provisionals. But, um, and actually, I just saw Andrew Moore and, and uh, Faith Lovato here that that's, <laughs> they're walking around. Um, a couple of our cross country, two of our, our most talented cross country. Um, student athletes. I oh, saw them cool. walking by yeah. here uh, just a minute ago. But um, yeah, so we got fall coming up. That, yeah. You know, football, yes. volleyball, soccer, uh, cross country. Um, you know, Coach Hudson. I know you guys had him on this on the show. I don't know how many. Sure. I think he's a regular on, <laughs> it's on your show. <laughs> he, he talks like he talks about it a lot. It's <laughs> so, like no, I'm not going to. I can't keep calling you correspondent everywhere <laughs> we go. We had a we had, Coach Hudson came out to. We do a comedy show at a yeah. music theater. Coach Hudson came out, and afterwards he says, I didn't know Robert was funny. <laughs> Football yeah. part. Yeah, my, my type of funny I can't do on FM radio. No. So. <laughs> Andrew Ealing, athletic director for New Mexico Highlands, joining us. Give us a little bit of minor league baseball. Give us a little bit about the importance of baseball as it relates to youth. Give us, give us what it meant to you and get a, give us what it means to like your kids today. Well, I mean, if it wasn't for baseball, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I mean, bottom line, I, it was a huge part of me growing up. Um, it was a huge part of me as developing as a person. Uh, a lot of great coaches that I work for and I, I, you know, I consider mentors, and they really helped develop um, who I am today. So um, the fact that I'm an athletic director blows my mind. Like, it's, it's wild to think about that I, I went from, you know, you play for how 20 years, however long it is, to – 
to becoming a coach and, and trying to do it that from that angle mm -hmm. and then doing it from the athletic director side um, it's just it's just kind of crazy but but now looking back I think about those coaches that I I played for and that challenged me like held me accountable really disciplined me helped me learn to look at the bigger picture um, it's really helped develop me as a person and as, as an athletic director today and um, so baseball I mean I love it. And yesterday, being out the game yesterday, I was talking to Van before we're on here, and we're kind of comparing our needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's an old, you know, if you're, yeah. and all you baseball coaches out there who, who've been out recruiting, you all know what I'm talking about. It's, you know, you sit there in shorts, and you should know, I should know better, that you should be la lathering your, your knees with sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, every day. And yeah. I didn't do it. I yesterday. didn't do it. So I am, I'm paying for it, and I'll be peeling here in a couple of days. And <laughs> my kids are making fun of me, and that's, you know, that's fine. I, I enjoy it. I haven't, been, I haven't done it in a while, so it was nice to do that again. Can, can you give the friends of the show the website again to help out Las Vegas and northern New Mexico? Yeah, so nmhu.edu forward slash hermit as in hermit's peak and we'll put that on the at talk abq social media so everyone can connect with that and connect with you and if you are interested in helping the areas affected by the wildfires which are now i think over two hundred and twenty thousand acres boys. it's bonkers wow. it is just absolutely ridiculous up there right now uh reach out to the red cross reach out to the mexico highlands reach out to any trusted source and here's the thing there's some sources right now that aren't trusted don't reach out to them don't yeah. go to GoFundMe slash My Backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is not the one we're helping. Like, go to New Mexico Highlands University, go to their website, slash Hermit, and help out the cause up north. Andrew, thank you so very much for taking the time today. It's great to be here. I love you guys. Cool. Aww, Appreciate you, man. Love that. you, too. Yes, sir. Two men on live from the mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You boys know how sometimes in baseball, like when your team's up the bat, you're like, let's hit for an hour. Well, right now it's let's do Little League March around the field for an hour. His voice is, I'm not joking. It's there's, packed. There's a thousand kids out there right yes. now. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, brainchild at his graphic connection, Scott Creek. And Scott, welcome yeah, to the yeah, show. Hey. Hey. What's up, fellas? You look, you look good. You look tall. You look handsome. You look tan. Yeah, we'll try. <laughs> yeah, you've been traveling around the country just showing off Albuquerque, and we told you not to do that because it's our secret. Yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been traveling, doing, uh, going and letting everyone know about our great state. Yeah, I it's mean, awesome. What are the, Stop. I know. Sorry, man. <laughs> You're gonna turn us in the Phoenix. Sorry. This is. <laughs> you know, we just went over a million people. There's like a ton of tax incentives yeah. for a big business yeah. right now. Yep. So you went to where? Louisville. We went to Louisville, we went to Dallas, and then we finished up in New Orleans. So, yeah, we uh, started out in Louisville with uh, doing the um, – first we went to uh, Churchill Downs. Pretty nice. Oh. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Oh. Yeah, we got, to, yeah. we got to be out there kind of the week before, you know, the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. It, was, it was buzzing. You could see people walking around and doing that deal. I've always been buzzing when I'm there because of mint juleps. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so did that. That was fun. Got to go down on the – you know, on the racetrack and do that. Went to Jim Beam. Got to. Got oh, yeah. Come on. yeah. Bragging. Come on, man. How do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of our tasting was like literally right out of the barrel. So that, that was kind of cool. Got to, do, got to do that and got to tour that thing and see a 
see the history behind that company and and how they do things and bourbon's big out there obviously yeah so, sure, so did yeah. that got to you know do all the tasting and then uh we got uh peter trevisani uh, set us up with the uh usl team out there and we got to tour uh, their stadium, yeah. which uh, is beautiful. I mean, are we trying to get one? What's up? What's the deal with oh, that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, mean, I think uh, it would be nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, very nice. I mean, yeah. it would be nice. I mean, it's it's probably hard to change out the the pitching mound every game and and, make, and turn this into a soccer field. It, it was it was interesting seeing it. The, their mayor hosted us, and our mayor was there. Mayor Keller went, and uh, they were talking about how they built it on an old dump. And like turn this crummy area in Louisville into this beautiful. We call that Rio Rancho. That's a oh, it's actually Tanawan. Oh, Tanawan. Oh, Tanawan. Tanawan's built. Yeah, it is. Tanawan. Tanawan's literally built on a dump. There we go. It is fantastic now with us. Speaking of speaking of tastings, give us a little taste about what you're talking about on your travels. Like what do you mean? Representing Albuquerque, oh, New Mexico. Yeah, well, yeah. We're, I'm part of the New Mexico Amigos, and we're a Goodwill Ambassador group. That uh, once a year we get about 150 of us, and we travel around the country, around the world. We've been to overseas. Last year we were in Mexico, and we basically go and uh, we have receptions and invite dignitaries, and we try to set up cool, you know, events that we could go do, and, and like I said, promote the state of New Mexico and talk about our great state we're the only state in the united states that has one uh and it's been around i think 62 years now and there's, oh, there's like 275 of us in the entire state and we have to travel once every three years but uh yeah it's it's a fun group and i've been well, i've been involved for about 12 years what is what is the application process and how will it keep how will you keep robert off of it <laughs> whoa robert robert would be good <laughs> I'd room with you, Robert. You Listen, room did you year? see how I put my hands over? It's like, I got to hear this real close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I have to ask you a question. You're yeah. a big guy. Did you play sports? If you did, what was your favorite sport? I was a tennis player at UNM. Really? Okay. He <laughs> <laughs> did a long distance for okay. the swim team. You don't see swimmer right here? <laughs> I did synchronized swimming. <laughs> no, great question. Uh, I actually I came here in 1988 uh, from Southern California. I played football mm -hmm. for the Lobos. Uh, and uh, the guy that recruited me here, and we've talked about this before, was Mar Marvin Lewis was my, my really? linebacker coach. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And people don't know that we've had some really good coaches. I mean, Gary Patterson, who was at yeah. TCU for 20 TCU, years, was, yeah. you know, he was, yeah. he was here and Obviously, Rocky Long and you know, yeah. a, lot, a lot of the coaches. We've had some great coaches there. So, anyway, I came here, 88 to 92, got done, and you kind of get to that point. My son just graduated today. And oh, wow. There we go. Congratulations. There we go. Yep, yep. But uh, I graduated, and I, I didn't have the great, great point average and didn't have everyone coming <laughs> at me. So, so I, went, I went and got a job. Yeah. And uh, started my company about 26 years ago, and uh, Graphic Connections been around for 26 years, and ended up staying. There we go. Love it here. And speaking of Graphic Connections, like you guys do so much for the community. Like we're so proud to be, you know, partnered up with you guys. Whatever you guys do, exactly right there. Friend yes, of, friend of the show, right yes. there. You are so friend right. Of the show. So what what is it about Albuquerque? What is it about New Mexico that makes you so passionate? Well, I you know my my kids were born here, and I want I want to make this a better place for them, and I have employees that. You know, expect me to go out and generate revenue for for their family. So, I'm, you know, I'm passionate. This is it's a it's a we were just talking. It's a big small town, right? Mm -hmm. I think we're the 32nd largest city in the in the country. Yep. 
I grew up in Orange County, and like it seems small to me yeah. still. Yeah. But there's a lot of business, a lot of great businesses here, a lot of great things. Uh, like I said, let me look at this view. We got, you know, we got a lot of, lot, of, lot of cool things in New Mexico. So proud to be here. The rally behind sports here in Texas. What, what, boys, I think in the Metro, we're like just over a million people now. Like, that's kind of an incredible thought. You know, we, we had Brian Clone on last week, and he was kind of talking about where the city's going in the direction of uh, entertainment. But sports-related mm-hmm. entertainment, how high do you value that to the city? Like, what kind of incentive do you think that is, not to the people of the community, but people traveling to the community? Well, look at the New Mexico Bowl. I mean, we have the New Mexico Bowl. When it's gigantic. It got, when it got, well, when it got started, I mean, people were like, well, it's not the Fiesta Bowl, it's not the Rose Bowl. But you know what? If Fresno, if, if uh, Boise can have a bowl game, Right. Albuquerque could have a bowl game. Yeah. And when that bowl game comes in, my little company does a lot of business that day. Yeah. And people drive in from Utah and they drive in from El Paso and it creates uh, you know, economic impact for the for the for the city and the state. So you know, answer your question, look at what's happened with United. Look I mean look at what happens out here. Yeah. I mean There'll know, be ten thousand people here today. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean they should be. And now we gotta figure out if Lubbock can get, you know, fifty or sixty thousand a game at a at a Texas Tech football game, we got to figure out how to do the same here for Lobo football. Exactly. And sure. we got to figure out how to fill the pit up. Mm-hmm. And there's enough people here to go to those games. We just got to support them. So, can we talk a little bit about what Graphic Connection does, what your business does? For maybe there's somebody who's this is their first time listening to the show or first time hearing about Graphic Connections. Oh, by the way, we need to order XLs and two XLs. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. For yeah. our yeah. next yeah. round, I forgot all about that. Yeah. The big shirts go got so it. fast. Yeah. <laughs> but for, for if you're living under a rock in Albuquerque and you don't know what Graphic Connections does, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, we're a, we're a, but mostly what we do is we're a promotional product apparel company. So we do stuff for the firemen that are walking mm-hmm. by. We do stuff for the isotopes. We do stuff, you know, Dion's, Blake's, you know, corporate people, lots of high schools. So we, so anything you want your logo on, we do. I mean, Andrew from Highlands was just on. Right. He's a great account. I mean, we, mm-hmm. you know, we do stuff at NEMI and we do stuff at Eastern New Mexico. So, you know, there's little pockets of business around the state, but we're, we do a lot of sports, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of company. We're, do, we're doing a, a, a ninja uh, warrior thing tomorrow. Uh, we're nice. doing softball tournaments, baseball tournaments. Uh, so anything that people wear apparel, we do. Wow. Scott, can you hang out past the commercial? Absolutely. Let's do that. When we get back, we'll rack up the program. We'll wrap it up with our friend Scott Cregan, a graphic connection, and now also New Mexico Amigos, because, I mean, he's just kind of throwing his Louisville trip in our face. <laughs> 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 we'll have to follow up questions on that one when we get back. <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Incrementally smarter, and I'm just going the other way. It's like the Venn diagram. (laughs) We do that example all the time on the program. We're like, what what happened in the lives of Chris Brown and Lil Dicky where they they intersected to do a a song? What happened in their lives? Back live from ISO Spark. Scott Cregan joining us, laughing a lot, having a lot of fun. Scott, you've been to about, what, a million Tubs games? Oh, yeah. I was here opening. I was here the – I knew this was going to be big when I came to the open house, and there was a line way to the back of the merchandise thing. Yeah. yeah. And this place is packed. Yeah. And that opening weekend was a it was a gong show. It was a we had to put trailers all over to sell merchandise. It was awesome. But yeah, it's been it's still going, man. It's yeah. going good out here. Yeah, going pretty good all yeah. together. Yep. Hey, let's talk about all Americans right here. This is the story right <laughs> here. What is up? So we uh. 
So there's like there's just every every walk and every match of life is here at the ballpark. You run anyone? And I mean that's a Highlands cross country runner. You just said yeah, oh yeah, that's okay. yes. yeah. Uh, Andrew yeah. Andrew Lynn and yeah. Lynn. He's yeah. yeah. Anyways, all American cross country runner. That's you awesome. Can, you can right. tell. Yeah. You yeah. can tell. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah. He's an Australian. He's from Sydney. Whoa. Sydney. Oh, awesome. Yeah, all, the, all the way over here for yeah. here. Love it. Yeah, but whenever you walked in, we were t- uh, John Trobb's here, right? GM yep. of the ISO. Yep. So you were you cutting it up with John Trobb a little bit, and as I'm watching you two from a distance from doing the radio show, everyone that walks by shakes your guys' hands, you know? So it's a it's a thing of, like, how fortunate to have such an impact in the community and, and not just job, you know, but yourself, where it's, you can be at these type of mediums and be able to connect with people you don't necessarily see every day. Yeah, it, yeah it's a good place to come out and see people that you don't get to see every day and watch some baseball and meet you know, meet new people and friends and see people like this guy. John so. Thielander <laughs> passing by. Yeah, yeah. Guy's, a, guy's a stud right there. But, yeah, it, you know, you, you get out here and you see people and you get to, you know, talk to people that you don't talk to and, and see people you don't usually get to see. It's a great, great venue. So you, you've been involved with the Isotopes since the rebirth of the Isotopes, and you've seen the stadium change. You've seen their look change. What's the key ingredient that makes them so successful and such a successful part of the community? Well, I think it goes back to when we had the Dukes here. You know, I mean, that, that history, and this was a big minor league baseball, you know, facility in place. And, and I think we just continued it, you know, continued going. They changed the name, and uh, people bought into it, you know, because of the Simpsons. And now it's, like, recognized all over the world. I mean, for, for the first three years, we were the number one uh, merchandise uh, team in the in the country. And so people, we were shipping orders all over the world. So, uh you know, great brand, great name, great facility, good management. They do a nice job. When you're in different states, different cities, in front of people who've never been to Albuquerque, how do you paint that picture for them? How do you show them the window of the 505? Well, first of all, I talk about how great our culture is here and our weather that we have here and the 310 days a year that we have of, of sunshine, which is we don't have humidity. You know, mm-hmm. great. You're talking about being... Yep. You know, you were living in Houston. I mean, you sure. walk out of the shower and you're sweating. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just a lot of great things that we have. The food, the people. I mean, the university's here. Uh, I'm a Lobo, so yeah. you know, I'm proud that I'm a Lobo. And we have, you know, you could, they say you could, you know, ski in the morning and golf in the afternoon here if you want to in, right. in Albuquerque. True, so, true. you know, great, great things. Everyone knows the Bloom Fiesta. But we have a bunch of great sports here. Uh, and hopefully we get everyone to keep supporting all of our sporting venues out here. There we go. Yeah. Scott Cregan joining us on the program, Graphic Connection. What's the best way to contact you? What's the best way to contact the business? If anyone needs anything, we're at uh, we're over right off of Renaissance, over by Costco and Sam's Club, just caddy corner of Sam's Club right there. Uh, or you can reach us on the phone at 821-2777, or we're obviously on the World Wide Web. And uh, I always appreciate you guys having us on. This is, well, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little arrogant right here, boys. As far as radio shows go, I mean, obviously most popular. It's obviously in our next dimension. Best merch in the game, though. Best merch in the game. Yes, and, well, not I mean, lying. And, yep. and here's kind of like the compliment we get on it, too, because the logo's strong, the mm-hmm. contrast is strong, but we wear it out. And what's the question you always get, man? Uh, do you have any more double X's? Yeah, well, we get that one. But it's, it's, uh, yeah, we'll, get, it's, we'll get you more of those. Yeah. Where, where yeah. did you get them? Yeah, where did you, you get, get them? Yeah. Where did you get them? Sure. Yeah. Let, yep. let me show you a true testament to how quality the products are. Do you see this giant stack of shirts we have right here? Yeah. We don't because yeah. they all got snatched That's up right. and they're yeah. gone. Yeah, I yeah. love it. That's good. Yeah, but it, yeah, Promote the show, bud. You guys are doing it real in a real positive way over there. I know you guys have been a part of uh, helping the community in tons. 
the wildfire right now that's going on? What is, how has Graphic Connection been a part of that? Have you guys been able to assist anyone? We've been buying tons of water and sending yeah. up, you know, just water and just trying to trying to do stuff like that. I, I, I mean, I, I talked to one of my one of the coaches from Los Alamos today, and he said, you know, it's crazy how quick those fires were running through the canyons, and yeah, it's scary. And it's making national news every day, so. I hope everyone today at UNM's graduation they were taking donations. So oh, when we're, and we're, yeah. when we're yeah. trying to, I mean, if everyone could pitch in, yeah, I mean, if everyone put throws in twenty dollars, we have a, a ton of money to help you know feed those people that are up there doing the job. That seventeen hundred forest fighters, have yeah. re- wow. forest firefighters have yeah. reported to the two hundred and twenty thousand square acre blaze. Yeah, just in, yeah, just yeah. an incredible. And that's New Mexico, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, it's yep. this is uh, you know obviously for sports talk, but it's. It's such a fellowship in the state, and, and I'm bipartisan is the word I'm going to use, you know, where it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You come together to help, and joining us now, Summer. Summer, welcome to Notion. It's a 37th hug or handshake <laughs> Scott has got in this yeah. one segment. This is Scott, 37, <laughs> us, negative two. Yeah, Because <laughs> when you get a middle finger, we count that as negative two. Yeah. And hey, back to what you're saying. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it, it is yeah. important that we're all New Mexicans here. We all support each other. Right. I love what you guys are doing. I mean, we love what I, you know, we just all got to support each other and, and everything works out at the end. Love everything yeah. about that. Love it. We got the night at the ballpark, big weekend at the ballpark. You can also join Van and tomorrow Tyler Ortega at Hollow Spirits as the, you guys right. are hosting the watch party for the United because they're on the road this week. So that'll be a fun little night. Um, yeah, we're going to have so much fun, and it's going to be very cool working with Tyler because he's just so talented. He knows that game. So everything. Well. He gets to throw me on his back because we know my deficit of talent yes. is severe. <laughs> me and Robert it's do severe. know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Yes. Robert, are you performing this good. weekend anywhere? No, actually I have a free weekend. What? I will be spending it with my daughter. I'll be back here tomorrow night with her. Nice. Yes. It's going to be a good little weekend. I'm taking this yeah. one off, boys. It's the anniversary weekend for oh, me and Courtney. Oh, oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, so, all right, you owe me 20 bucks, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. I, I thought it was 100, but I'll take 20. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, anything we missed before we cut you loose? Oh, I, I hope everyone has a great weekend and everyone gets everyone to be safe this weekend and doing their graduation parties. Yep. And, you know, be yep. safe out there. Don't, make good don't, decisions. Make good yes. decisions. It's fun to party, but don't don't ruin it. But, uh, yeah, hope everyone has a great summer, and thanks for having me out, guys. Van, Absolutely. Van, Robert, any final words? Oh, hey. my goodness. Great show. Everyone is here at the park. If you're not yet, hurry up. Get down here. Hey, and if you want to come tomorrow, you better hurry up and get your tickets because they're going fast. And Good. make sure you check out Monday morning, the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Telling you like it is. Good job, everyone. You GG. Just See you Monday, Bale on the draft.